We are feeding out to the people, just in case you guys don't know that. We're still getting uh, technically set up here. Uh, Kevin Dixie decided to call in on the right night tonight. Instead of, like, last night he was calling. Yeah, you kept ignoring me. Yes. I was like, I, I'm, I'm going to hear about this later. <laughs> I'm like, Lola, you better find out why Kevin's calling in. Because he's going to start complaining in a minute. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? I'm doing the right thing, and, yeah, but, but it's all right. It was a little, little schedule snafu, yeah. but it was kind of cool too because I was way out of my league last night. I'm like, oh crap! <laughs> yeah, I, 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 Kevin, one Friday night, you know, thinking Fridays, we were, I was always on on Fridays, right? So I just called them up, uh-huh. and they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "What do you mean? It's Friday." Oh, yeah. well, you know, well, but you can stay if you want. I said, "Well, I'll go if you want me to go. I don't have to stay, you know." I'm yeah. Always stay, stay, stay. So listen, we're yeah. talking. We're we're rolling through here and talking about everything, so I'm just gonna probably let all this uh, let all this stuff go here for for a se- We'll explain everything to you guys in a second. Let us know if there's any audio issues. Hopefully, this will be better than last night when all of YouTube was crashing. Of course, I'm gonna remind everyone to go to HankStrange.com. That's our website. That's how you find out all the different ways that you can get in touch with us, follow us on things, support us. You can look for the Strangeaholics tab on there. It has all the links. I'll keep updating that. We have a lot of other stuff um, that we need to add to that. There's also a tab where you can buy, you can get merchandise from us like these patches. So please uh, go in, support us, get some patches, lots of different things you all could do. Lola throws up deals on there. So sign up for the email list as well. Uh, that being said, let me load these dudes up in here um, and smash the open button. Let's get. Welcome back to the Hank Strange. Boom! Lifestyle Make sure you guys subscribe the to the channel, the smash the thumbs ups, ring the bell, Walter. Ring the bell. There you go. Every, you know, you know, we got to do jazz hands, like it or not. Jazz hands need to be done. There you go. Jazz hands are in effect. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on because this is episode 674 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Hank Strange. And uh, tonight's show uh, is titled One Billion. And I see I spelled the billion with a lowercase b. Lola, you're going to have to fix that. Lowercase b, but it's a big b. One billion, one billion dollar ammo backlog. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, just from one one company, by the way, pretty big ammo company, but from one company out there. Our guest tonight, Kevin Dixie of NLC, no other choice, blazing. Yep, just relaxing. Uh, how's everybody doing? Good, All good, right. good. How are you? What, what's the temps up there? In, in, uh, you're in Atlanta now, right? No, Atlanta, greater Atlanta area, I should say. Yeah, greater Atlanta area. Um, It feels like a, a good 63 right now, 64 Oh, that's warm. That's warm. Yeah. That's warm. yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. That's not too bad. Um, all right, so let's see. Our other guest <laughs> joining us is Walter Killer Keller of Safety Harbor Firearms. There he goes. <laughs> fresh, fresh from the tropical storm. Fresh from the tropical <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, because Tampa's getting hit hard. Well, that was yes. That was yesterday. Was, oh, yesterday, yeah. Um, it, it was cloudy here, but we weren't. It was cloudy and rainy, but not really that. It was bad. windy and rainy, but we didn't. I didn't see any downed trees or anything. So. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. We'll talk about all that kind of stuff. Uh, big shout out to Franklin Armory, the sponsor of the uh, of our podcast tonight and every night. They're one of the companies that helps us. Uh, keep the door, the lights on, and all that kind of stuff around here, as well as Safety Harbor Firearms. So uh, big shout out to them uh, and all you folks who are out there. Smash those thumbs ups as you're coming in. 
Uh, we've got some. Uh, I have my phone off my desk. Uh, let's see. CB says Oreo craving. Yes, it's an Oreo night. <laughs> Walter is that creamy white filling. <laughs> that should be. Oh, you need dear. a tattoo, Walter. Creamy white filling. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I got no, your no, creamy no. white filling right here. <laughs> I'm gonna sing for you. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Jerry Jerry Parker says last night was a soup sandwich. By the way, if you guys want to see last night's episode, it's up. So it's on the YouTube's. You could check it out. Even the audio version of it is up. There were some people that were it that were able to see it, but with whatever was going on, I think YouTube crashed several times. So uh, Appalachian Gunrunner says last night's show had three really smart guys and Hank. <laughs> true. Very 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 true. Uh-huh. I don't. Once again, like Kevin said, kind of out of my thing. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I know about money and stuff, but I don't know about all this Bitcoin stuff. I, well, you I, you I better know. get up on it, and we have access to uh, to Rob McNeely of Tusk, which basically he's setting up Tusk. It's a it's a method that we can use like Bitcoin to make payments in the firearms industry. One of the things he was explaining, like to make it short and sweet for a lot of folks out there, Bitcoin has grown tremendously in value and a lot of people are just sitting on it and not actually using it to buy stuff every day. So uh, basically Tusk is a form of cryptocurrency designed to be used every day and we need to start using that. Uh, for example, I got banned for life from PayPal, and so did all the people out there. Um, and one of the, remember, if you remember Operation Choke Point uh, back under the Obama administration, we were talking yeah. about that last night, one of the ways that they want to shut down the gun industry is by pulling our ability to buy, sell, trade, get financing, etc. So, you know, we need to be ready for that. Um, Tango Hunter says, KD gone for a minute, comes back looking like Rick Ross. <laughs> you know, well, uh, now I wish I had that man money. Oh yeah, Rick Ross, the um, boss. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm letting this um, this beard, man. It's, it's getting a little bit out of control, and not that I need any help with looking any larger. But the, mm-hmm. the more this beard, the bigger it gets. Like my mm-hmm. face just looks more enormous. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to wait and like shock everybody. Maybe I'll do it around Thanksgiving. Come back with a clean face. Maybe I'll just oh. shave it all off. You never know. Yeah, go for it, man. Go. Yeah, it'll go you're back. Go f- yeah, you're gonna go full. <laughs> Sorry, Walt. Go ahead, Walt. I just said it's going to grow back. Ain't no problem with okay, that. Okay, yeah. Go full, go full, uh, go full, Baldy. You know, you, you, I'm, I'm thinking about actually definitely doing it up top. I looked at that male pattern baldness a couple of times. I'm like, man, you know, I could just let it go. I could just yeah. let it go. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I used to do yeah, that. Just, just stop holding on to it and just let it go. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I have an emotional attachment to my hair though. Okay. <laughs> My yeah. wife don't like my haircut really short, so and I don't, oh, no. you know, you know, it's a little it's thin anyways, so you know. Yeah, Walter used to have long blonde locks, you know, <laughs> um, supposedly back in the day, and he used to walk around with a big gold chain and all that kind of stuff. I didn't have a big. Nothing gold. wrong with that. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. I had a I had a, a mediocre gold chain. I couldn't <laughs> afford what I really wanted. You know? Yeah, well, I, you know, well, who of us can, you know? Well. Not, I mean, you know, you can always get the fake ones. You can always rock the, the big dookie, no. fake dookie chains. You just don't want to get I, robbed for that, and then it's fake, you know. Yeah, yeah, and then it turns, it turns like copper. You know, it's like no. Oh, yeah, when it, if it makes your neck go green, that's not good. That's not cool, man. That's not cool. <laughs> no, that's not a good thing. Um, 
Uh, I carry my revolver in single action. Says, nah, KD, just keep your beard trimmed and shave your head. So there you go. But we're going into the winter, so. Yeah, you know, now, yeah. see, that's the thing. I'll, I'll be rocking my fashionable, you know, fleece lined, by the way, might I add, you know, beanie. Okay. So my head, my head will be nice and mm-hmm. warm. But, you know, I, I'm definitely thinking about it. You know, slick up top, mm-hmm. full nice beard, you know, going down. And then, you know, what I have to do is I have to continue to ask the mm-hmm. ladies what they think. You know, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll take that up, and and especially the lady, like the one that I have to lay next to every night. We'll we'll make sure she she approves. Right. If she does, then I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, let's see a couple of things here. Harry's holster says, "Did he look like Dog the Bounty Hunter?" And Mr. <laughs> T had a baby. <laughs> no, I, I I never had I never had long hair. I had a little bit of mullet action going on at one point, but uh, mm. um, but um. You know, it wasn't like uh, a control hippie shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. You, know? you didn't. You, that was you, a really good show, by the way. I kind of liked it. What? Dog the Bounty Hunter? Yeah, man. I kind of. It, it was. Yeah. It was so fake, but I so enjoyed it. I think well, I only ever saw one episode. I, I watched it. I watched it when it was on. You know, once in a while. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know. But you know, he his time's over with. I guess so. Yeah. You know, be, be um, at some point, a dude. I don't know, to be honest with you, I don't know how much plastic surgery a dude really needs. Or so how if, much if, dyed, dyed blonde hair a dude Yeah, needs. if you find yourself doing that as a dude, if you can't get old gracefully, then that it's yeah. a sign right there. You, know? no. you might want to hang it up. When, when a you dude know. starts looking like the cat lady, <laughs> time to stop the plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> surgery. Who would ever do that? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you. So far as we know, Walter, you just did the eyes. We don't know well, what else you did. Hopefully, your wife's benefiting we, from whatever. We know, were looking augmentation. at the before and after. Tonight, we were looking at the before and after pictures, and I'll show it to you. And you can definitely see what I was talking about with my eyelids on my, mm-hmm. you know, down on my eyelashes. Yeah. I look. It's yeah. it's, it's definitely uh-huh. better. So Kevin that was Dix. for. Uh, Kevin uh-huh. Walt, Walter had yeah. plastic surgery, but oh, I went it. He hey, doesn't hey, want to tell us what he actually had done, but I have an idea. Oh, uh, penis enlargement. Yes. The, the, um, <laughs> no, they had to do reduction. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, okay. Somehow oh, I you know, doubt one that. that. One thing that shocked me about, about <laughs> Walt is the first time I, I walked up on him, now the first time I seen him, it's like, you're a, a thick-ass dude, man. Walt is like fucking that It's thick. like a tank. Like, he's built like a damn tank. You really yeah. are. It was like really, really... Deceiving yeah. online. Yeah, so he's I was got just kind Popeye of arms too. He's got like, uh, yeah. he's like a real working dude. It's like if you punch him, you might break some bones. Your Maybe. bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, uh, and uh, yeah, it's interesting. You know, I don't know how they actually kept him fed as a kid. I don't know. That's 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 meat and taters, meat and taters, <laughs> meat and taters. Yeah, meat and taters, and corn and corn. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a Midwest diet, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Well, macaroni and the cheese, too, at the same time. Midwest, yeah. Oh, you got to have a good home. Not the store-bought shit, either. Like, that good my mom, mac and cheese. My mom, would um, make mac, my mom would make my homemade macaroni and cheese. Yeah, mm-hmm. that good stuff. There you go. Yeah, mm. you got to put extra cheese on there, you know. I, I, I don't like it, I don't like bacon don't and stuff like that on there, but you know I know this. No, I don't like have that bacon. bacon. No, just lots yeah. of cheese, lots of cheese. Yeah, just extra cheese. That's all you need. And the different flavors too. You got to do the different flavors. Oh, I mix it up when I 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's got to be lit, man. It's got to be. See, Thanksgiving around the corner too. This is the right conversation. Yeah. Someone asked us talking. talking about Thanksgiving. I carry my revolver in single action. Says Hank, do you eat chitterlings on Thanksgiving? I don't eat chitterlings on any day. Uh, what? send me the ones that you don't eat. Chitlins? Uh, is that how I'm supposed yeah, to say? It? We say chitlins. See, Walt more, bro. Come on, Walt. <laughs> so, brother, you know, we say man, well, chitterlings. Chitlins. That's what it chitlins. says if you spell it. That. I'm from, I'm a, I'm a Southern convert, you know, since uh, 1969. So I know what chitlins, you know, yeah. and chitlins. collard greens oh. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You see what I'm saying? See, that's my soul brother right there. Oh, I don't yeah. eat the stuff, but I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so now you're messing it up. We had a whole thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now uh, chitlins is it, but you know what? The funny story about chitlins real quick. And it was, uh, it was with the owner of uh, the facility that I partnered with back in St. Louis, the range. And I was making fun of them around Thanksgiving. I think it was last year, the year before last. And he's, you know, he's a white guy from Tennessee. And he's like, oh, you think I don't know about them chitlins? So he told me how they would go out and slaughter the hogs. And he would actually, his mom would make them grab the intestines and stand in the field and sling all the, the crap oh, out of them. Oh, yeah. Holy yeah, crap. And go back in and boil them. And they would have chitlins that night. Mm. I'm like, oh, OK, my bad. I passed judgment. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's every look It you know, poor people. You know what I'm saying? Or exactly. Yeah. You know, you got to eat, you know. It's not like my kids. They think, you know, chickens and stuff like that, they just magically show up in the supermarket. You know? Of course they do. <laughs> um, listen, even I know that. I was born in a third world country, man. Um, and even living in Nigeria, my mom used to make me slaughter the chickens. Mm. You know, that's harsh. Like, you know, you chop uh, that chicken head off and then it's still the looking at you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and then you Armored have to, Nexus. like, boil it and, p- and pl- pluck the feathers off and all that stuff. I did all that, believe it or not. Go ahead. You got five, you got five bucks in there. Yes, he says, want to see hashtag Walter Mullet picks. Uh, we're going to have to get that from Peggy. That would be, that's a tough one. That That's, that's going back, that's going back early yeah. 80s, you know. Yeah, that's Peggy has that. In the 80s, I had a mullet. In the eighties, I did. I believe you. Yeah. I definitely believe you. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. My dad, my my father was real upset about it for some reason. <laughs> you know, I think he's just jealous. But uh, yeah, who didn't have a mullet back in those days? Um, and then <laughs> you did. <laughs> you just had an afro. I had an afro too. I had an afro. I had a fro for a minute. You know, I had I had you know you had the you know oh you had to rock that thing. Yeah. I had to throw for a minute, but um, then it was, uh, you know, go through whatever most kids go through. And it was like, oh, you ain't going to. Now, hold on. I did the throw. I did the box. You got to have, you had to have a hot, the high fade box. The eraser top. The water box with the high fade. Yeah. Um, I did the Gumby. You know, you got to smoke that yeah. thing. Yeah. That came, <laughs> that came from New York, <laughs> sir. We invented all those. Go ahead. Gumby. Oh, okay. I'm not going to doubt it. I'm not going to doubt it. You ain't got to get all, you know, defensive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then we did, uh, then, you know, you had to put the curl in that thing. So when you got the box, Right. Sometimes you have to put the put the curl in that thing, get the S curl, bump that thing up, you know, hit it with the sheen real quick, right? And then if you did, oh, hold on, what about the tail? You know, you have to have a tail in the back. That's what I just you know? said. That's a mullet. The no, tail. No, you know, that ain't a mullet. A it's tail hair. is an individual source of hair. A mullet is a flood. It's a waterfall. It's a difference, brother. All right. It's it a depends on who's waterfall. It depends on who's doing it. Now, depending on how long you call them, what you call a tail or a mullet. If your tail went past, it's in the your same neck, category. It okay. is not in the same category. 
You are absolutely wrong. Okay, here's right? what I want to know. I want to know if Kevin Dixie had Jerry Curls. Uh, be honest, be honest, because we might get evidence. I know, but no, I had, I did have curls. I never had a Jerry Curl. So it depends on what you define as a Jerry Curl, right? If you define one as being long, I never had that. I'm talking about, I'm talking about coming America. to America. The soul glow. Yeah, it went. It wasn't that long though. Oh, I couldn't okay. get it that long. Oh, okay. But I used to have a thing, though. Don't get me wrong, boy. Come on. <laughs> I want to see those pictures, Walt. <laughs> Come outside. And, you know, you look, your hair used to sweat. You, if you sweat a lot, you know, like in the Midwest, you do. You have to keep a towel on you, right? Because the juice kept running down your face. Oh, man. That's too much work. That's too much work, man. Yeah. That's too much work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like sitting back on grandma's like, house. It's like you know, you see those things with James Brown when he was rocking out, going like it. Yeah, it just just stuff just like coming off him. It's like, oh. Well, man. there's the famous scene, Walter. You, this is sacrilege. I know everyone's gonna say, how is this possible? But Walter never saw Coming to America. But if you look at the movie Coming to America, there's a famous scene in there where these dudes are sitting on the sofa, and with it's three mm-hmm. people. No, I think it's like it's not just guys. It's like a. Uh, a man. It's like a girl and two guys. Yeah, and they get up off the sofa and there's like a big oil. There's spot. three three oil spots <laughs> when they get off the the sofa. It's so funny, but that is the eighties. Hey That's another reason why Grandma's plastic stayed on her couch a little bit longer than the show. <laughs> like, yeah, I ain't yeah. coming over here, boy. Because I mean, you come in because you had to look fly when you came in the house, right? Mm-hmm. So you had, you know, you had to sit down, but then you had to lean back, right? And then you had to rest your head. You know, you couldn't look like you wanted to be bothered, right? So that means you had all the pressure, you know, pressing the grease and the juices and berries all against the plastic, right? So grandma had to keep the plastic on her because I was messing up her stuff. You know, yeah. so that, man. We were, we were too you know? poor to have uh, plastic on the sofas. <laughs> Only the wealthy people have plastic. <laughs> you know how much money it costs to put? Did you ever see this, Walter? People put the plastic yes, yes, on the sofas? Yes. Yeah. White people did that too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You had to have money for that. That was money. And you were still like, I know anyone's house that I went to that had plastic on their sofas. You're not even allowed to go in the living room. (laughs) I don't know what the point is. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you definitely couldn't. It's like a room, like a model room. You just walk by. It's a waste. It's for no reason for for show. One thing I will say, I come from, you know, and, and don't ask me about how the family went different. But, you know, my my grandfather was a, a multimillionaire. Mm. So when we used to, you know, go to his house, you know, he had all the nice stuff. So I remember walking in there a lot of times and, you know, being a kid, especially with them curls, I used to, man, I tried to sit in his, at his dining room table once. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was a little kid, but I remember it because, you know, me and my grandfather were really close before he passed. And I sat down at the table, but he had the, the chairs like that came up high. So they had like the cloth, like the real decorative yeah. cloth, like mm-hmm. right in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Man, I went to lean my head back. He was like, "Yo, sit up straight, young man." <laughs> you couldn't let that head go back. Oh man, the uh, days with the curls, man, yeah. the juice. And then we went to and yes, I, somebody said that I have an activator. Hell yeah, I have an activator. Oh and then, you know, no! So you're the, spritzing uh, the whole time. Oh, bro, come on, man. You had, I told you I was fresh with the. And then I put on the MC Hammer fit too. Oh, bro, don't get me started. Have a time. Yeah, Hammer we time. have to see. We have to see pictures of this. Pictures need to show up. The only embarrassing pictures, I know I have stuff of me in in fake, in pleather, what they call pleather, like the pleather jackets like Michael yeah. Jackson. I have those somewhere. I think I've shown that before. I probably have it on my phone or something. Um, let's see here. Born to be a shooter says, Hank, whether you like John Lovell or not, I 
really think now is the time to put all the great YouTube Pew Pew channels onto his network because then they can filter us because they we don't own okay um, I don't know John Lovell at all um, and I know that he does have something uh, I really I haven't had time to check out all that kind of stuff his particular channel so uh, why, I really can't why speak why would somebody say that you don't like him uh, maybe maybe there's people who don't like him. I don't know if he's speaking about me specifically. I don't know him to not. Uh, that's I'm the so Warrior met, Poet Society guy, right? Yeah, okay. I met I met John. Um, I think two or three times now. Uh, he's a he's a really nice dude, man. Mm -hmm. He's like, man, I don't know. I'm not gonna say we went out and had drinks, but mm -hmm. he's really nice, cordial, kind. Mm -hmm. You know, we took a couple pictures together, laughed, chopped it up for a second. He seemed like a nice guy. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I, I think we need to get past all this. Who likes who and who don't like who? What are we trying to do, man? What mission are we off? Yeah. Um, all these, you know, and I'm I'm not saying that you dislike him. Like you said, you don't even know him. No, but we got to get past all that. His network is pretty awesome. I know he has Tony Samet over there and a couple other guys. Um, it seems like they're doing great things, but at the same time, I doubt if his network can host like every gun dude. Yeah, in the it country may not be people. open. It may not be open to yeah. everyone. So I don't, you know, I don't know, and I don't have any problem with it. Look, we have full thirty. From what I've seen, like I've seen emails and stuff like that from full thirty. They're actually working on that thing, it seems, and improving stuff. And we do have things on there. There's GunStreamer, but they're not working on it. And then I'm on Library TV, which I've told you guys about before, and that's on the blockchain. So I, I'm looking for stuff all the time that's on block, that works off of blockchain, so it's, it would be more difficult. Uh, that's basically the backbone to things like Bitcoin. So it's more difficult for people to shut them down and they don't care about all this political stuff. So the things that work like that are Minds, which works a lot like Facebook, um, and that's on blockchain. And then uh, Library TV, which I've shown you guys before. And I can show you again. Uh, let's see here. If we go real quick, um, I'll pull up. the. the I'm just doing this as a, you know, you know not because um, I'm trying to ha get a shameless plug in here for you guys, but... Um, if you go to HankStrange.com, you'll see what I'm talking about. So if you just if you just Google it, you'll come with, come up with HankStrange.com. Go in there, and there's this tab called StrangerHolics. If you go in there, all these Skittles like looking uh, things here, these are all the different places. And under video platforms, this last one is Library TV. So if you click on it, it takes you there. It's uh, Library without the I, so L B R Y TV. And there's a Hank Strange channel, and all my stuff is there. You know, and that's running hmm. off the blockchain. Um, I found that out from Rob McNeely that was on um, that was on last night, and they actually have ways of paying people for looking at stuff and paying people like myself for posting things, and it's uh, it's through cryptocurrencies and things like that as well. So there's lots of different, and there's a whole bunch of different things out there that I think. Um, we can all get involved in and we're all spending time looking into that um, Parler for example isn't Dan Bongino one of the the or is he's at least the front man of Parler so there's lots of different things going on out there I'm, I'm open and willing to try different stuff you know um, okay uh, so. but I think there is something that, that should be added to that which is real simple and I know you've been beating this you've been beating this horse longer than I have uh, but I'm definitely I'm right there with you now uh Guys, you got to go to even know where people are at to get a reminder. You got to get on those email lists. Mm -hmm. Like you got to like that is, you know, at first when everybody was screaming at a couple of years ago, I was way behind the curve on that. But it makes so much sense because all these different outlets, it doesn't matter if this one disappears tomorrow. And you're like, oh, crap. Where was mm -hmm. that again? Oh, let me scatterbrain. If you were just on the email list, mm -hmm. then we can communicate with you directly and say, here are all the links. Come find me here. Yeah. 
The thing yeah. to remember like, is that we don't own Facebook or YouTube or Instagram. So you could have a million, you could have 10, 100 million people following <laughs> you on any of those things. Boom. Yep. They take Go it on. away from you, you're done. Mr. Gunzinger, 150,000 people on Instagram in one night with no violations. Yeah. You know who really pissed me and and I was mad about Guns and Gear. Don't get it don't get me wrong, but they've been they've been doing it to him on and off. Um one of the people that they went after that really surprised me was 13C Joe. Yeah, and he's like, you know, yeah. Joe's like one of the least he doesn't say bad words and he doesn't do all that <laughs> stuff, you know. Yeah. What they do to Joe? That's my they, boy. What they, they do to him? They, they deleted his Instagram. So if you want to if you want to find it, I'll show you guys. Go to he he made a new one, right? He's got a new one, a backup. It's called Thirteen C Media. Um, just go over there and follow him. Uh, but I know Joe's probably like at this point. I'm sure he's tired. Uh, YouTube completely demonetized his channel uh, several months ago. There's a lot of stuff going on there, and I'm not really sure why they're targeting. Well, Joe. you know, I'm just throwing something up here. When did that happen? Well, the Instagram thing was right after he got elected in Indiana. I was going to say he now he's became political. So and yeah. he and he and he took out the the old school guy. Yeah. So so that's it's not coincidental, my friend. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Watch out! If I started running for some office, watch how fast all my stuff goes away. Yeah. And I'm not. Oh, I'm, yeah, not no I'm not a big wig, so I'm, I'd probably say a lot of bad words. But yeah. Um, well, this is one of the reasons why he didn't tell us what he was doing um, in the first place until, you know, it, like pretty much uh, election night. He told us about it, but because he didn't want this all to happen uh, before that. So, um, you know, we just have to keep fighting back against those these kinds of things. Uh, if you guys know 13C Joe and you want to find him on Instagram, go to 13C Media. Um, he's also on Parlor. You could probably find him at 13C Gun Reviews on Parlor. It sucks all this stuff is happening, but uh, just this is the new norm. I mean, I don't know well, what to tell you guys. Well, it's going to get a lot worse. Yeah, <laughs> there's more, more coming at you. So, Hank, if you would allow me to, to mm -hmm. just say this right now. Sure. Please, for the love of God, because I'm all over the radar, you know, mm -hmm. so please, for the love of God, go to NoOtherChoice.com and sign up for the email list. Mm -hmm. Just just please do it. Please do it. And as an extra added bonus, I'm going to tell you what, sometimes you got to give people incentives. Uh, and I know we're going to talk about this. We're going to get into ammo. Mm -hmm. But just, just know, and I'll mention it more later in the show, but just know that uh, P-Mags are already starting to creep up there in price and go out of stock. Mm -hmm. And there might be some P mags available even in the harshest times, but maybe you only know stuff like that if you're on an email list. Right. Where to get them from? <laughs> I don't know. So what are you getting, what are you getting at? <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just saying you might um, you might want to get on the email list of your gurus. <laughs> I'm just well, I'm just saying. I don't have a hundred P mags, but I do have a hundred AR mags sitting in a box. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I still have my mags from the third grade. <laughs> magazines? Been, yeah, I've been buying magazines this whole time, man. When, magazines, no. ammo. Huh? I should I should have kept old mags matter. You yeah. Could have been right, man. Yeah. I thought you were gonna Walter actually had the website All Mags Matter and then Old Mags Matter, yeah. Yeah, old mags, old mags, yeah. Old mags. I mean I haven't been doing the gun thing that long, probably like I don't know, eight years or something, but this whole time I've been by Lola keeps get she gets mad every time she finds P mags in the plastic. And she's oh, like don't be what, mad. Yeah, what what what's the deal with this? Why are these things in the plastic? where else are they gonna be? 
I'm not putting plastic on my sofas. I'm going to keep the plastic <laughs> on the P-Mags for sure. <laughs> Those are tradable. That's, you know, that's, you know, yeah, you know that, how tradable that's like, that's it like, is? That's like having chips of gold or chips yeah. of silver if you got a P-Mag, man. Shit, yeah. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain to people, but, you know, like I told them, you know, it's, it's, it's already, look, I was on, um, you know, I love the guys over at Brownells, and I mm-hmm. went on their site. Guess what? They're out of them. Mm-hmm. They're sold out. I went and a to, couple um, of weeks ago, that wasn't true because I've I've nope. checked. Uh, we were checking into this up until a couple of weeks ago. You could go into any gun store. You can go on Brownells, and you could get AR magazines. Yeah, and I, I don't think so. mags. There hasn't been the run on magazines yet. I mean, people no, are buying. I think it's, kick, I think it's kicking off. And there's definitely yeah, it, there's definitely been runs on gun stores since uh, election day. It's only I think it's only kind of slowed down because of all the uncertainty about how the election may or may not turn out. Mm-hmm. You know, but if we if we get that if you wake up one day like okay the, the game's over the fight's over this is what it is and if it winds up being Biden then they're they're going to be flying off the shelves like yeah. overnight. Yeah, if you see them right now, what is it? DCG44 says, bought my last couple P-Mags for $7 new. You see that price? Just get it. Oh, yeah. Don't even think about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I'm going to tell you, if you see anything up to, and I'm not trying to be funny, seven, seven, eight, eight bucks, Eleven nine bucks, even. real good times. Yeah. But if you even see them, if you see them for anything less than, be honest with you, for like 14 bucks on down, man, get just get them. Mm-hmm. Just get them. Because I don't know if everybody remembers when P-Mags skyrocketed up to like 35 Oh, yeah. $60 in some cases. And that was just four years. Well, no, what was that? Yeah, between... 13. What was that, four years ago? Newtown. That was Newtown. 2013. Yeah, yeah, Newtown. There you yeah. go. Yeah, when they got up to like 60 bucks, man, like, that, and that stayed huh. there for like four or five months. <laughs> like, they're already in... Uh, I got a couple of buddies that, um, that you know, sell in Chicago, and they're mm-hmm. like, P-Mags are already going for 25 to 35 bucks. Yeah, wow. I believe yeah, it. Yeah, so... Yeah, I believe it. So listen, we're going to get into the ammo thing right after this. There's one thing I I really want to do because um, I've been neglecting to do it the last couple of days. um, And this is like an RIP. Um, And so if you guys know Topps Knives, we've had uh, some, I think we had Craig from Topps Knives on and Topps Knives on their Instagram. uh, This is their post that they did a couple of days ago. It's with Heavy Arts. We announced that Mike Fuller, Tops Knives founder, passed away on Saturday, November 7th, 2020. Uh, He started Tops Knives in 1998 with the goal of making knives for military and first responders that they could trust with their lives. And when when they needed them most over the years, he was quite successful at doing that. And the growth that has come about is because uh, because of it is proof. Um, I think he retired back in like 2015 or something like that. So RIP, my condolences go out to the Top Knives crew. Um, those are good knives, and they're amongst the knives that I own. Uh, so I just I didn't want to miss that, you know, or keep missing it. There's just been a lot of stuff going on. So um, you know, just wanted to get that in there before we jumped off to other stuff. Um, 2020, man. Yeah, it's one of those years. One of those years. Um, Let's see. Okay, so with that being said, I want to remind everyone to smash the thumbs ups right now. Um, Thank you guys for doing that. We're trying to like fight this algorithm. Uh, I I see everything's going good compared to yesterday. So I think yesterday (laughs) we couldn't get like the most people we got in the chat was like fifty, but we were getting like thirty because of all the crashing and everything that was going on. Uh, with uh, with YouTube, so it was pretty tough. Lola couldn't get in either. 
Um, although I think there are people that can actually hear us and see the chat, but not see the video. So um, my apologies for that. I have no idea what's going on. Maybe they're setting up something. Maybe they were under attack. <laughs> You know, maybe they're just getting ready to come for. I have no idea. You know, let your conspiracies what? run wild in your in your brain. Yeah. Hmm. Never mind. Yeah. Well, you've got some conspiracies there, Walt. No, no. I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, as as depending on how this uh, next four years go, mm -hmm. you know, that uh, certain people might target certain people to disrupt their leftist activities. Mm hmm. And a little bit of re little bit of payback kind of stuff. Yeah, who um, knows what are, kind of stuff is going to be there going are, on. There are a couple smart uh, people out there that do own guns that know how to do the interweb. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. 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 Just Crypto Vital, by the way, shout out to Crypto Vital. He was here yesterday. He says I watched the entire show yesterday. It's something gun people should watch. So there you go. Uh, I'm going to do more stuff like that. Um, I'm going to get involved in this myself and jump in. And I think that we should all start dipping our toes in the water and not be afraid to do things and, and start trying and figuring out how these things work. Okay, Because when they really come for us and we all of a sudden have no voice, it's kind of late to start trying to set these things up. So. Um, so Kermit Loves Bacon says Big Boot is ready to drop on YouTube. I think if they get political coverage, you're gonna see some some you're gonna see policies and stuff like that change real fast. So um, I know they've been waiting. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've heard that from them for years. They're just waiting for political cover, and uh, they may yep. have that. So all right, so sign of the times. That's the headline here. Um, I'm gonna throw this up. This is on the firearms blog. Sign of the times. Vista Outdoor. Behind one year and one billion dollars in ammo orders, yes, one billion. Um, and then it says, uh, "Let me see who wrote this." Uh, this is by Pete. It says, "Okay, which one of you is buying all the ammo?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, seriously. Uh, as if 2020 isn't bad enough. Viruses, unrest, elections—the lifeblood of the one thing that keeps me grounded in this crazy world has dried up. Forgetting to buy 5.56 by 45, 300 blackout, or 9mm. Even semi-obscure calibers are nowhere to be found, and I don't hear a lot more shooting slash training going more than usual. So where is it all at? Hoarding, As, hoarding, hoarding. Yeah. As evidence of the historic demand, Fox Business is reporting the Vista Outdoors behind on ammunition orders by a year and over a billion dollars. I'm sure what my order yeah, is out there somewhere, and we can go on. I mean, if you guys remember, um, I, had, I had Pete Brownell from, uh, from Brownells, obviously, the eponymously named. Um, he was on the show, and he said no matter what happened in the election, that we wouldn't see this ease up until third quarter of 2021. Well, yeah. So. It's just the way that you got to remember that the ammo companies, just because you want – 300 blackout they don't stop everything in the world and do a whole run of 300 blackout they have mm -hmm. schedules they have quotas I, I heard all this after newtown mm -hmm. and they they make x amount and they make x amount of this and x amount of that and once it's gone it's gone for that year mm -hmm. so they move on to another size you know and plus a lot of these companies also make ammo for the military too so um mm -hmm. military comes first before us a uh, lowly civilian so yeah i think hey, you know i um, go ahead. 
I did a, a episode of Stogies and Straps uh, a couple of days ago with um, uh, Becker, one of the owners of Ammo Supply Warehouse. Okay. And that's what we discussed, discussed ammo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he brought up a lot of good points. And, if you know, uh, he, he brought up a lot of good stuff. He's like, one thing, big box stores actually will place, which is why, you know, Vista is behind. They will place, why I say, say a box of nine for them is like, well, I don't know, say eight bucks, right? They'll place that PO a year in advance, mm-hmm. right? And they'll oh, place yeah. multiple PO. So when you start looking at your Cabela's and, you know, your big, big box stores, They've got that stuff locked up, too, because they'll place the POs when the price is low and then the company still have to backfill those purchase orders. Right. So mm-hmm. um, that's another reason why you can't get it, because even what they have allocated outside the military contracts is already to the big box stores. They bought them. They yeah. put the PO in a year ago. Mm-hmm. Right. So they got to fulfill those things. So uh, it's, it's a lot out there. I do think the saddest part <laughs> isn't that the ammo is drying up. The saddest part is folks don't listen when you tell uh-huh. them, like, buy ammo like mm-hmm. don't stop please for the love of god don't buy another gucci belt <laughs> buy ammo mm-hmm. hey you we get it you're a cool kid you got uh, like all the latest coats and all the cool hats and okay, all that stuff yeah. uh the, your your glock itself is like 4500 bucks and you're like oh i'm down on my last 200 rounds of ammo though <sighs> yeah please like that so it's sad that it's one thing if you're already hoarding and you just want more. I get mm-hmm. that kind of. But it's another thing, like, literally, I know guys that are, like, down to their – they went out and paid 33 bucks for, you know, a box of nine. And they're going back into their, their local gun store, like, once every two days mm-hmm. trying to get up to 500 rounds. But what is that going to cost them at $33 a box? Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. – I mean, I'm hearing, I'm hearing people, like, nine millimeter and stuff like that is going for $1,000 for 1,000 rounds. I don't know who's paying for that. But it's uh, yeah. at some point we're actually going to get there solidly, where that kind of thing um, is happening, and okay. you know. I, but listen, I think for those of us who shoot all the time, we were always buying it, and we were always, even if though we were shooting, we were always trying to make sure we went way ahead of what we needed to actually shoot. I know I'm like that. I think Walter has always been like that, and some people out there. But there's other folks that just it was like never a big deal, right? It's like if you live. I remember growing up in New York, if you live close to the bodega, which everyone does in New York, there's like five or six on every corner, you don't, you don't shop like how I do now living out in the country. That we go, When we go shopping, we're buying for a month or a couple of months in advance. You're buying for every day, and I think people were doing that, the, the same thing in the gun world. They were just buying what they needed to go to the range. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and so now... I don't know. Do you technically need it? I think if you have enough ammo to defend yourself, you know, and get around most, I mean, you know, if your guns and if your magazines are loaded up and stuff like that, if you run into a situation where you need to use it up, yes, make sure you have enough to replace that. And that can go on for a while. Um, If if gas went up to five or six dollars a gallon, would you just go out and cruise around for fun? No. 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 Nope. You don't need drive where you need to go with the gas you have. Well, yeah. same thing with bullets. Yeah. Are you going to go out and load up 20 Sten mags and blast off 500 rounds of Sten gun ammunition as fast mm-hmm. as dual wielding and like all the stuff we used no, to do? No, no. I'm not doing that now, Walt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I cut down a while ago, huh? And so, yeah. So it's just you got to just, you know, ease it back a little bit. Ease it back a bit, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I got a stash still. I mean, I might not have I might not have 
ten thousand rounds of mm-hmm. uh, nine millimeter, but I do have some other ammo, you know. But, mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> <laughs> Walter will be fighting that apocalypse with those old ass guns. <laughs> I, I got enough hey, AK no, ammo to. Nothing wrong with it. I, yeah. I, trust me, I stack yeah. them high and deep. With yeah, <laughs> you you got you got to man, and 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 you know um, when I was doing conducting my interview, like you know the guy said he was like we probably. He said, to be honest, we'll probably never see the prices we've seen over the last couple of years again. Mm-hmm. Said, I don't know if it'll go back to, you know, nine ninety five a box for a nine mil or whatever. You know, he didn't he didn't say it was going to be astronomically high. He just said, I don't know if it'd be quite that low. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that, if you're not going, if you can't go out and, and, and train, here's what you should do. You need to start paying attention to all the dry fire you can do at home. Mm-hmm. You know, buy you a cert gun. And do all your your dry fires at home, and, and still keep the reps up, keep the reps high. Uh, but you're you're gonna need to still go shoot. I mean, it's never gonna replace what you can actually do on a range. It's just a good practice to get there. Uh, but be more purposeful when you go out to the range. Like have a drill and one box of ammo, mm-hmm. and work on those particular drills. Right, just 50 rounds of ammo. This is the drill I'm working on. Take your time because a box of 50 can last you an hour at the range if you're really working on drills self-diagnosing, analyzing what you're doing, you know, watching everything that's going on with your shots and your shot placement and your stance and the whole night, right? We can go into into the, the finite details, but watch this stuff instead of just burning through rounds, right? Mm-hmm. And a box of 50 can last you a range session and then you actually get something out of it. Add that with dry fire and you'll be okay. Yeah, and I think like, um, let's see here. Uh, King Cam says airsoft guns. Absolutely, you got options. Mm-hmm. Um, 22 uh, I, I know 22 was there for a while, and I have tons of 22 because since 2013, when 22 actually went into shortage, I was like, I'm, I'm getting 22 every chance I get. So bucket of bullets and that cheap kind of stuff. If you have 22 handguns and things like that, yeah, guess what you could do? You could train with the 22 and keep the nine millimeter and the 5.56, you know, for if you really yeah. need it. Yeah. Um, if yeah. things pop off all like that. Um, if things are so bad that you need to burn through 10,000 rounds of ammo, um, you know, hey, I'm not saying that's, you know, not a thing, but you're going to have bigger problems. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, um, and I don't really see things getting no. that bad either. I agree with Brian Quick, who says, I don't think we're going to see widespread civil war like violence. People yeah. like living yeah. comfortably with their families for the most part. And I think most people, we're, we're different though. We're all kind of different people in, in terms of our mindset. And it's always better to have more. And you know, here's the thing about this stuff. I don't want to say it's non-perishable, but it's very tough to perish. So it's all tradable. Oh, hell yeah. Right here. Is. Yeah. Here's a, here's a box of eight millimeter Mauser. Mm-hmm. Right here, that's some surplus that I bought. From uh, what year? I'm guessing 1960. A, no, well, 1960's not old. Uh, <laughs> damn. Okay. <laughs> what year is uh, it from, Walt? What year? What year you got on I that? I think it says on here, it's either 52 or 62. Wow. 62. 62. That's, okay, that's Close. the same age as myself here. I've shot, <laughs> just, I've shot lots and lots of old surplus ammo. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I ain't getting in front of it. There is no yeah. way I'd get in front of this round here. So, no. no. I mean, uh, you, if you keep it like this, the saying goes: keep your powder dry, mm-hmm. keep your ammo dry, and out of a you know weird environment, it'll last you your lifetime. Mm-hmm. So, if it's quality to start with. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I mean, okay. I, I, like I said, I've shot some grungy, nasty, back-in-the-day surplus stuff. Tarnish, just wipe it off. Boom, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Um, I, I don't really care about that stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not an ammo prima donna. So you know, yeah. Best for shooting machine guns. So, mm-hmm. but, hey. yeah. I mean, we see a lot less of those being shot <laughs> around here. <laughs> well, that's been that's that's actually been going on for a while. It's way before this started, like at Knob Creek. It used to be back in the old days at Knob Creek, mm-hmm. when like 308 was 10 cents around and that eight millimeter was 10 cents around. They just rock and roll all day long. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, not so much. Yeah, everyone so. has to be careful. I just did a video, and I think, I don't know if Lola turned it on yet, but um, I got an SBR, a new SBR from uh, from the guys at Franklin Armory, um, and I was shooting it, and I think I did, I think I limited myself to like four boxes. Mm. Maybe five, yeah. maybe five at the yeah. most. Yeah. yeah, 100 rounds. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, you need to do more than that. Yeah. Yeah. This was my last. I don't even know if this thing could show up, but this is a black and white video I put up. Now, this is months ago. This is well before we had any kind of shortage, but this is actually a uh, a case. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. If you can, can you guys see that thing? Yeah, Fiachi. I mean, not a case. That's a pallet. Oh, that's oh, a pallet. Okay. Yeah, I remember when that's you posted that. that I loaded it. Yeah, so it's, it's like you, you should, and that's just what I put up there that day, and that was two mm-hmm. trips, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you need to, like, and here's the thing. When you buy, if you, it, it, this used to be an argument, right? So even with normal prices, let's just say, mm-hmm. if you catch up at a pretty uh, price, you know, when you buy in bulk, you save. People, if they, you don't know that, you save. I don't care mm-hmm. if it's two cents around. Mm-hmm. Two cents times yeah. a thousand is enough money for me to want to save. Uh, but if you buy in bulk, it hurts. But I'm telling you, it's a great benefit to saying, oh, I'm going to the range today. I mean, going to the range today, I need 100 rounds. And just go in your garage or your basement or wherever and just mm-hmm. get two boxes. Yeah. Like, you don't, uh, you don't panic. Like and then when things like this happen, you can be like, okay, mm-hmm. I might slow down on shooting a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'm still not in a bad position where I have to panic, right? And to your point, it is tradable. I'm not telling anybody what to do. I'm just saying if somebody was decided they wanted, if they had, you know, let's just say, ten thousand rounds of nine in their house, and they wanted to offload a couple of boxes to their buddies for thirty bucks, they could. Yeah. Well, there's and there's yeah. lots of things going on. So, for example, you have a couple of lowers. You've been stacking up on lowers. Your buddy all of a sudden realized, uh, wait, I got to make an AR because I can't buy one. <laughs> you got lowers. He might have something you need. There's there's a, a lot of different things like that, you know, going on. I try not to like throw away uh, triggers and things like that if we swap them out of things. I, I'm mm-hmm. typically bartering and trading or selling things all the time. And and even right now I've sold, I've, you know, we've sold some guns and things like that that, uh, that we don't necessarily need, right? But I'm also buying. If I see something that, I, oh, I wanted this for a while and, and it's not, the price is not jacked up, I would buy that thing, so... <laughs> Yeah. You know, there's lots of things you can do here. And I'm not talking of this is not apocalypse that I'm talking about. No. There's no. stuff you could do right now when someone like someone, you know, can't find a, a, a I don't know if we're at the are we at the point where you can't get stocks and things like that. No, no, no so. yeah, you can get all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that's hard to come by now. Well, not hard. Harder is like mm-hmm. some of the nicer uh, SB uh, tactical braces. Mm-hmm. And that's just because of the crap that the ATF was pulling. But no, you can yeah. get plenty of that stuff. Yeah, nobody's getting my SB tactical braces from my cold dead hands. I'm not giving <laughs> those things up to anybody. <laughs> Hopefully, pretty soon we'll have 500 MP5 stocks ready to. Oh, sweet! I put this post up. I put this up September 
early September. I said if you have spare parts around, you mm-hmm. should be building. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know if that's up there, right? Mm-hmm. Spare parts around, you should be building. Yeah, if you, to your point, if you have those, you know, the, oh, I got I got a couple of springs here, got a couple of triggers there. Mm-hmm. Put that stuff together, man. Mm-hmm. Make some stuff up and get, and get going. I don't know. Now, how are lures looking nowadays? Can you still get lure receivers? I haven't been looking for them. I just uh, they're running about a hundred bucks. Okay, well that's still. I mean, that's still doable. Yeah, I think. Um, I don't know if they still have them, but um, um, uh, what is it? Uh, <sighs> what is the optics? Um, optics uh, prim- primary arm. Primary Prime. arms was advertised, and they had um, Anderson lowers for forty-seven dollars. Really? Now, that was the other day. I don't know if they still do, oh. but they well, let me go check. They limited to two of them. primary arms, right? Let me go look at them. Yeah, what, Anderson lowers, you said? Anderson, yeah. Okay, let's see if that's out there. Um, Andrew Slagle says, I sell nothing. (laughs) Hey, Andrew, I'm not mad at you, brother. Yeah, I really respect it. Hey, Kevin, I'm not mad at you. I I took, the first time I ever did it, there's a local auction company here, and it's on the interweb, uh, Gun Auctions USA, and uh, not the last auction, the one before I took about, Oh, I took a bunch of stuff of my own that I doubles and of things I had. I came home with four grand. Yeah. So, um, wow. well, you know, there was a, there was an AR 15, there was an AR 10, um, that I wasn't using. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are paying good prices for things. So, you know, if you've got lots of extra yeah. stuff, it's a good time to make a little extra cash. Did you buy so, anything uh, new? Uh, that auctions where I bought those two uh, those two little twenty five autos. Oh, okay, that's where you okay. bought those. Yeah. So here, Walt Walt just told you guys, and there it is. They is still, still have. Oh, it's still in stock. What? Forty seven ninety nine. Yep. That yeah. has a deal. Yeah. Yep. And that's on uh, primary arms. Primary arms. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Lola, primary, arms. primary arms has uh, <laughs> some some lowers for forty seven something. And you can only get one per household. Oh, one. Yeah. Okay. I, they, it's Anderson lowers. I think you should make a link, Lola, so we could throw that up there, and when the folks go buy I, those. Lola's going to probably make a link for you guys. About a month or uh, so ago, I, I even bought a couple of them. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 don't, hey. Um, oh, never mind. Hank, you work with Primary? Yes. <laughs> you jerk. I was going to get my eyes out, but it's okay. <laughs> Lola's already on top of it. If you want to do your right, thing, man, no, no, I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't no, hold no, you no, back. No, absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Matter of fact, Yo, no, I'll probably do yours too. Mm-hmm. You both are welcome. <laughs> thanks, Walter. Oh, yeah, thanks, Walter. Hey, look, it's the crazy part, right? Working with these dudes, I didn't even know that shit. <laughs> yeah, good, I have, good uh, tip, Just Walt. so you know, Kevin, I have uh, 50 of them right now at the anodizers being anodized. Yes. We, we, we finished, uh, I had a bunch of 80 percenters that we finished in the shop. So yeah. Oh, There's going to be some Safety Harbor ones floating around out there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. How much those going to be going for there, Walt? Well, they won't be 47. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably ninety ninety five something like that. So, yeah. which is about to go in price. I don't. I don't know how they're doing that or why they're still doing it. Yeah, they probably. Cheap, so. Yeah, they're probably not that's changing even, much. Yeah, that's pre-pandemic stuff almost. So. Yeah, um, and I think some of those some of those lowers Walter has is going to have um, a Sevis Passum. A logo on it as well as the safety harbor some will have a hank strange logo on it uh yeah. you know the hank strange laser blaster logo will be on there yeah. Yeah. Um, hey well can you can you gotta have can you make me one well if i if if i laser and excuse me if i laser engrave your logo on one now you would have to go back and either you could paint. Well, you could put red on it if you wanted to yeah you can that. you you because when, once it gets lasered it might be it'll like be a lighter color yeah it'll 
It could be done, yeah. It's it's probably still going to look good. He's just telling you that because oh, yeah. they're lasering on top of the, um, what is oh, it? Oh, top of the anodizing. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. It'll come oh, out. It'll come right. out kind of probably grayish white. Yeah, but um, but someone could still like paint it in or fill it in with something, make it look sexy, yeah, put I, red in there. Yeah, I don't care. I I want one. Put me down for one, brother. Just build me. I'm uh, okay. I'm I'm trying to get some more eighty percent lowers, but they're like kind of like gold right now too. Mm-hmm. So uh, I put an order in for two hundred. Eighty um, percent lowers from Anderson, but they said next year. Yeah, damn. <laughs> so I would still if, get it because, dude, this could go well, for years. This could I go am. for if, years. If, if yeah. creepy Joe Biden pulls his executive order stuff, like I think he's going to do, mm-hmm. I might end up having. A, I'm going to manufacture, so I probably will be able to still get them. Mm-hmm. So we'll finish those in the in the regular lowers, and I'll you know. But yeah, um, I think someone just sent us, and Lola, you might want to look into this. I think AIM Surplus, hold on, let me see. I'll share this with you guys while I click through. And this is through my phone number that I give out there to people, just if you guys want to know. AIM Surplus doesn't have a limit, apparently, on the Anderson lowers. And they're $49.95. $49.95? Yeah, no limit. So, Lola, if you want to look for that and come up with a link or something like that. Uh, yeah, so, you know, there's still. Listen, I've been collecting lowers. I've got, like, at least two Safety Harbor lowers that I didn't even build anything on. I just bought them from Walter, I don't know, a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. We, yeah. I've been sitting on those 80% lowers for a few years because when Anderson was selling their lowers for $27, $30, something like that, yeah. there was no money in, in making lowers. Yeah. Um, but with the current political situation, my, my attitude has changed us slightly. So, um, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Lola put up a link there for... Um, she put up a link here. Let me see. Where is it? it for the she put up a link. Primary arms. Yeah, for the primary arms ones. Oh, look uh, at that. Yeah, Manor Anderson. Yeah, look at that. They yeah. still do. Yeah. So I might have to get a couple more. Oh, you can get three of them. Oh, you can get three. It says three yeah. limit. Guess what? Okay. Boom. Walter's buying right now. Boom. <laughs> right. I mean, why not? This is yeah. You know, this is how you gotta do it. Um, and look, you know what? You know what? At that price. It doesn't matter if all of a sudden all the Democrats get transported to some planet. Um, I'm, you're still not out. You're still all right. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can still sell that thing for 75, 80 bucks to somebody. Boom. Yeah, absolutely. Or you could build it like like Kevin was saying. Yeah, yeah, you could build them yeah. up. Yeah. Just build them up. Build it into build. something, and and that's still uh, tradable, marketable. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Dan hates you. Says I'm still waiting on my AIM surplus order. It's been months, so. I don't know. Has anyone else had uh, any issues with AIM surplus? I, I I haven't when I've ordered stuff lately, but it hasn't been during the peak of this craziness. So okay, Crypto Vital says Franklin Libertas Libertas lower looks amazing. Um, they don't know. have me down as an FFL. So, I'm gonna have. Oh, I'm gonna have to change that. Yeah, you're uh-oh. gonna have to submit your thing. Um, so yeah, let's see. Uh, I don't know. Hey, Hank, do you got a coupon to aim? You were telling Lola to make a link. You got a coupon of those guys? Um, I don't know if Lola would know this for aim. Uh, Lola, do you have any, uh, codes or anything for aim? She's, I see her in the chat. If you guys want to talk to her, she's in the chat. Uh, she's the boss of all that, man. All I, all I know how to do is look really, really good looking. No. Oh. <laughs> what? Why are you guys laughing? <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh. Uh, Jeff Stevens says primary is loaded with mags. Yup. 
Yeah. I think you got that that back way. The ass. I got that bass backwards. <laughs> the wife that's a good looking, and you're just there. Uh, okay. Well, if it's not my looks, then it's got to be the schlong. What can I say? I, you know, you guys. Know it. Which one do you think it is? Don't want to. Uh, you know uh, I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying all the way away from that conversation. <laughs> I don't want to know. All the way. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, it, 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 listen, I'm trying to make light of this because I don't want people to get stuck in a rut just being miserable for things that are, you know, there's some oh, of these things yeah. that are out of our control. And I don't really want you guys getting miserable about this. No matter what, we have to get up every day and fight for freedom. It doesn't matter who's in the White House, who's in Congress and all that. We have to keep fighting. That's never going to end. We've been fighting this the four years under Trump here. We've been fighting for stuff. So... You know, there's always a fight, but you have to keep your your um, what's a good way to put it, Kevin? You you got to keep your spirits up. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, don't let this stuff don't let this stuff make you miserable, man. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't let it eat at you because you well, know what? The end result is going to be the end result. You should know what things are possible. You should be prepared to deal with them, and you should do something about it. Like mm-hmm. whatever that includes, you know, getting out, being active, something the ground. Like I'm going to have to do here in Georgia for the next month and a half. Um, but at the same time, like, know what you're dealing with. Be passionate about what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. But don't let it, like, eat you up on the inside, man, because if you're, you're going gonna to do yourself no good. Mm-hmm. No, no. Yeah. And, yeah, it don't, it don't fix nothing either. Don't, don't let them nope. demoralize <laughs> you. Don't let people push you down into, you know, to bad moods and things like that. Yeah and, and, yeah, and make you do things you wouldn't normally do because that's the biggest thing, I think, that lots of people are counting on out there when they push people's buttons. We I got to go, get something. I'll be back in a second. Yeah, okay. We know what freedom We know what freedom looks like, feels like, tastes like. <laughs> you know what it is, and, and you have to keep fighting for that all the time. So, um, uh, Crypto Vital says, isn't Joe Bob owned by Brownells? What is Joe Bob? Kevin, do you know that? Because I don't. Joe Bob? No, I'm not familiar. Somebody I'm sorry, said. I forgot I was just me and you. Yeah. I was, uh. I was too busy ordering my uh, my, my oh, lowers. Oh, you're ordering lowers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Born to be a shooter, Josh says, do you think having five of each sizes of whole pew-pews plus other uppers is enough? Look, man, to be told, okay, look, please, guys, don't yell at me for this. <laughs> please don't yell at me. There is no such thing as enough. Let me just say that. <laughs> it's like there's no such thing as too many. Mm-hmm. I would I would tell you to be somewhat okay in your spirits if you got one of them. If mm-hmm. you got a fully built thing ready to go, right, and you don't have the finances to say go out and get another one or something like that, if you absolutely don't have it, then don't 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 eat yourself alive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But no. yeah, no. So five is not enough. Is rookie numbers, you know, bump that up. I'm gonna need you to have 30 of each caliber, <laughs> and then try harder when you get to 30. Yeah, and and by the way, uh, a man, one man with one gun that knows how to use it exceptionally well is more powerful than you know one man yep. with a hundred or a thousand guns that has no clue what he's doing. So. I agree. Uh, Absolutely. You know, so there's this you, you can always balance this, right? You you know, if you if you have one or two guns, a couple of different calibers, but you're taking the time 
to uh, train and all that kind of stuff and, and make yourself improve yourself in whatever way is comfortable to you, then I think, um, you know, that goes a long way. But that's coming from, from dudes. As dudes, we all, you guys already know us. We got lots of. Yeah, lots of different things. No matter how much we say, like, no matter how much I said, okay, I'm only going down to nine millimeter. I still have a bunch of stuff in different calibers. Options. <laughs> yeah. Options, okay. Options. Yeah. Options. Options. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, by the way, well, just on the ammo thing, I know, for example, one of the biggest ammos that people can't find out there, which I was surprised, was 380. People keep asking me about 380. Okay. You remember a few years ago when? Um I, for, I forget what run it was when the gun companies came out with five or six new 380s mm-hmm. all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then there was something going on similar to this. You couldn't find 380 either because there was such a demand for it. Mm-hmm. And once again, the ammo companies only made so much their quota. Mm-hmm. People bought it up. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? That happens. Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. Um uh, Lots of different things going on. And listen, at some point, start supporting people like Kevin Dixie. You know, start supporting the folks out there who are fighting. Uh, I'm not I don't want to knock anyone. Right. But there's lots of guys who are very popular and get lots of support and they don't fight for the Second Amendment. Right. They don't talk about politics. You know, they just want to make everyone happy and all that kind of stuff. And I get it. You know, bless their hearts. It's awesome. But, you know, think about when you get to a point where there's uh, where you have the money, but nothing to buy. You might want to think about supporting some people out there that help keep you informed, that train you, that fight for you, and all that kind of stuff. You you who should know who those people are. You, the, that make things for you? Yeah, people yeah. who make things, you know. Yeah. Um, absolutely, 100%. I just know? supported AIM, AIM Surplus. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you support what I do, Walter. Yeah, well, you know. You know um, sometimes begrudgingly, I know. So, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm so I happy I, I got a, finally, I, I got a SHTF 50, because uh, uh, if if I if that would have gone a little bit longer, it probably wouldn't happen for another uh, couple of years. <laughs> I have, <laughs> I have barrels in the works. Oh, okay. So, uh, how many wait. how many fifties are you about to make when you get those barrels? Um, well, short term, probably there's a. Close to fifty of them. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, Good for stopping engines on uh, attack helicopters. Uh, hey, hey, like hey! That. We don't advocate that type of activity <laughs> with our uh, with our products. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Brick says, "Are we hell? We're uh, we talking ammo shortage? Guns are scarce too." Yes. Yes. For sure. And guns that we've seen out there that are hard to get now. What guns? Yeah, yeah like our ARs. Or I haven't been looking, so I don't know. Inexpensive, lower end pump shotguns. Mm-hmm. Shotguns. Someone was mentioning that very uh, hard. To, they've been shotguns have been hard to find for over six months. Low, lower cost pistols. You know the stuff that's not high end. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have a hard time finding uh, those kind of guns. Um, but shotguns, especially, I man. Shotguns are. Yeah. Pump shotguns, just basic pump shotguns. That's you know. Yeah. When we when we talk to people, like so for example, when I went to to the local store here, Lawful Defense, um, 
when I got that uh, that what was that the P eighty from from uh, Glock, they had a shipment of Glock come in, but the guy you know the owner Glenn was like, I'm not really sure when, because you know if you're talking about Glocks and things like that, very popular. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So people, if people already know about those kinds of things, the they brand just, name. Yeah, the brand they just name. come in, and go. Oh, that's here. Buying it. The Glocks, the Springfields, the Colts, mm-hmm. the Smith and Wessons. Yeah. Um, the Hellcats you know, from Springfield. I don't think those are staying on any shelves. I wouldn't imagine they are. Yeah. Even I would imagine the Turkish guns, like Canik and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Those are they're running off the shelves too, mm-hmm. probably. So. Yeah. Yeah. Motorboater says primary arms is saying a limit of one order now. I think that's what they were saying when yeah. we looked at it earlier, right? Yeah, it was, yeah. 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 Um, um, Kiaski says they're importing shotguns from Turkey. Yeah, well, by the, by the container full. They've been doing that for years. But which yeah. are the good ones from Turkey? What are the good shotguns to get from Turkey? Any of the pump actions, right? They're good? Can, yeah, I mean, can I comment a little bit about Turkey shotguns? Okay, okay, yes. Some of them, some of them are so effing tacky. Uh-huh. And what I mean by tacky is... They got these funky muzzle brakes on them and these funky Picatinny rail handguards all over them, and it's like, mm-hmm. can't you just make a plain old shotgun? I saw ones. I got I got I got a uh, email from a dealer that imports those down in Fort Myers, and they were cheap actually, the price, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they had all kinds of paints and colors, and I mean, I'm like going, ew, God, you know, ew, yucko. But I, I guess some people like that stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I see a pump shotgun as a – I just want a plain old pump shotgun. I don't mm-hmm. need it to be painted with the American flag on it, you know, that kind of, mm-hmm. They had one that had, like, American flag colors all over the shotgun. I'm like, ew. Well, yeah, some, people, we- some people like the tactical stuff. What I found with – I don't know. I think a lot of shotguns are like this. If you're going for the magazine-fed ones, they don't always work. They're picky. Yeah. And what kind of ammo? And they typically want the expensive yes. shotgun shells. So you just might, if you if you're yeah. looking to shoot Walmart shotgun shells, which I have buckets of. <laughs> yeah, those and those are cheap. I mean, uh, yeah, but they don't always they don't always function very yeah. well. Yeah, you want to do though. You want to put those in pump actions. So, and, and a decent pump action. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was even. You, you know what? You know what? Uh, you know what? Uh, shotgun, I really want that I don't have. What's that? I want the Keltec KSG SBS, the short barrel KSG. I want that. I, I look at that and I go, it kind of defeats the whole purpose of it. It's it's smaller. It's a little bit lighter. I, I want it. I want the single barrel one. I never got the single barrel one. I need that single barrel. The single, single one? Barrel. I never saw that. Huh? <laughs> you saw this. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, the single one. I haven't seen those in the stores. You saw it's you, yeah I haven't seen yeah, I haven't seen them in stores either but yeah the SBS the short barrel shotgun KSG I think you have to order directly from Keltec probably do, yeah. yeah yeah they probably so, don't they probably don't make them by the yeah. hordes they so now which I can order but I have you know I, I I'm kind of like I don't know if I should call up because <laughs> I am my own FFL and SOT and everything but you know. <laughs> you want me to order one for you? Yeah, we yeah we might have to go we might have to go a circuitous route. <laughs> yeah, we might have to do that in a very stealthy manner. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, acting stupid. Won't let me. Keep saying no shipping options found. I don't know what that's about. What website? Aim surplus. Oh really? Really? Um, 
I didn't uh, have any problem at all. Uh, James Miller says, uh, did you see that Caltech is making a sub-2000 that's integrally suppressed? Yes. And my answer to that is awesome. Yes, I do want one. Um, yeah, I just went to KSG-7 to kind of be the, the little brother of the, the KSG, you know. Mm-hmm. So should we should we switch over a little bit to some uh, to some like straight up gun news? Uh, where Let's did I see it. where did I see this? Hold on, let me see if I try. It. And there is no press release or anything about this. Walter is the oh. one who let me know about this video. Um, I'm excited. Do you guys know Century Arms? Here's the oh where where is it? Hold on a second. Century Arms is actually coming out with an MP5, and here's Adam uh, Runala who is the uh, marketing guy over at Century Arms. I'm not going to play the audio from this video, but just to show you, this is the video they put out. There's nothing else um, out about this right now that I could find. But yeah, they're coming out with a Turkish, we were talking about Turkey just now, they're coming out with a Turkish-built MP5, Walt. And and as far as I know, and I could be corrected, the only people in Turkey that make the MP5 is MKE, mm -hmm. which were the people that were making them for Zenith also. So I am kind of curious as well. Anyways, I guess it'll all come out in the wash. Anyways, yeah. If if we were going to go to the shot show, I could ask the uh, uh, Zena CEO lady that I'm friends with what the story is. But um, maybe no maybe maybe you haven't seen anything because uh, Century Arms went in there and bought them. <laughs> yeah, it's I, possible. I, 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 hey, I, I'm good with it. You know, I'm, I'm gonna call in Century Arms tomorrow, talking to the salesperson and. Tell them to put me on the list. Yeah. There is something. So. And I see on that video, there's people saying, oh, this is like uh, PSA's MP5. Um, so a couple of things with that. I think PSA is making that MP5 here in America, completely scratch. different thing. Scratch. Yeah, from scratch. So they're developing that and all that. And that you probably won't see. I think that's gotten pushed off now to the end of next year, um, if ever. But, um, you know, Century Arms is getting these from a company that's already building them. And they're building them for years and years, so. Yeah, yeah. And build and builds them for the Turkish military and exports them for other militaries, so, yeah. Yeah, different beast, different beast. This is already developed. The company already has tooling up for it. They've already yeah. been building them, so we're going to see that. The question, Walter, is price. Do you, I guess you've got to try to find out from them. I'll, I'll, I'll ask around when I call tomorrow, but they were making it sound like it's going to be real affordable, so. So thousand, eleven, twelve hundred bucks or something. Uh, uh, that would be real affordable. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. I mean, obviously, you're not going to get it for. Um, you know, you're not going to get a five six hundred dollar MP3. No. Yeah. No, MP5. Yeah. No. MP5s. I'm sorry. Uh, why did I say MP3? And they're calling it. Century's calling the AP5. AP5. Yeah. yeah. So Century's calling it the AP5, and what's the MSRP again? No, we don't know. We don't, don't know. know yet. Yeah, we're speculating. Real, re, you'll be in, in the video. The guy said it'll be really affordable. Something about you'll be surprised. Mm -hmm. So I'm ready to be surprised. I like surprises. Yeah. Like, By the way, I this like guy surprises. in the video, Adam Rinala, that guy used to work for uh, PSA. Did we talk? Yeah, yeah. he used that, to work. I I don't know if we spoke to him when we went over to Century Arms booth at Shot Show. Um, big butt. Huh. Yes, he's a bit of a Bigfoot. He's a he's a big dude. Yeah, he's a big dude. I think he's twinsies with uh, what's his name? Um, uh, with 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 Zeke. Yeah, Zeke Stout. Oh, oh, yeah. Zeke Stout. yeah. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Skivy Waver wants to know what's Kevin Dixie's website. Nootherchoice.com. Thank you for asking. You I go. threw it in the comments, too. Now, look, um, it's, it's, not, it's nothing as cool as like, a, once again, if you're on the email list, you'll be able to see this stuff. But you can go to the website right now. Um, and I got a few things up there. Got some. Uh, I got a, uh, some optics up there, so you can get you a nice one by six LVPO. Um, pee bags are coming. I have them now, but I'm saving them for the people on the email list. So mm-hmm. wink, wink. Um, there's also uh, some Surefire lights up there and some other stuff. Um, so you can go over there and start grabbing some. I got some stream light options. All that kind of good jizz and jazz is over there. Um, and I already have them ridiculously cheap. So. You want to go get stuff? Go get stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Key Askey says he paid sixteen hundred for Zenith MP5. Yeah, that's the part. Yeah, that's about what they run. I mean, when I bought the one, when I bought the K, it was I think it was fifteen and something, fifteen and change. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got lucky with that that I found that when I did. Yeah. Um, what did we pay for the chopped up MP5s? Like the actual? Uh, you HK? paid fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollars yeah. each. Yeah, and that's chopped up. Yeah, that's chopped up. My still, so, mine's still getting worked on um, over at uh, at, uh, at uh, with our friend Rich Richard Hoffman yeah, at yeah. BWE Firearms, and yeah, Babyface yeah. has his already assembled. So, yeah. you know, see somebody was asking about barrels in the uh, chat too. Michael Burrell's going to be uh, easy to get. Um, mm, barrels. The only thing I can tell you is that if you're looking for a pistol link barrel. Better get one now because them jokers are already kind of hard to find. That 10 and a half and the 12 and a half and the 14 and a half are, uh, are getting to be a little bit challenging. Um, and that was for me. To, and actually, in order who's to getting, get a, Who's getting rolled up on by the popo? Not me. Uh, look, man, they, they're probably coming for me. That's a fire truck. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, oh, you're burning it down. <laughs> yeah, but. You better. I would say, you know, now barrels. Look, they can be just because they're trying to keep up with demand right now. Uh, if you want a good, I'm not saying. Well, yes, there are. There are good barrels and there are bad barrels. Yeah, for right? sure. Period. So if you want a, one of the good ones, you know your uh, your faxons and stuff like that, then you probably need to go out and start kind of grab one. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would go with that. I see Zeno has a comment here. He says, "I don't really trust." A lot of U.S.-made Sentry Arm stuff, but because of uh, AP5 seems to be made in Turkey on HK machining, I might be considering this. Uh, God willing, anything happened to the Second Amendment? Um, well, I, I'm not so worried about the Second Amendment. I'm worried about them banning imports. That's what I'm worried right. about them doing. Yeah. And I do not put it past. Um, I don't put it past Biden one for one second. So, um, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and you, you know that comment in that video soon. He said something about soon, very soon, or something like that. They probably want to get them here as fast as they can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get them in the country, get them through yeah. custom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they're telling them to shovel more coal into that burner <laughs> on that ship. <laughs> and Zenith was already having problems. I remember talking to one of the uh, one of the reps. You know, we were going to do some pretty cool stuff together. Um, and he was like, "Man, I would." He said, "I would love to be able to get you get you guns and get guns into everybody else's hands." And he just like importing right, and this was, you know, this is last shot show. Mm-hmm. He's like importing is just so strict on us now; it's ridiculous. So I can only imagine if it's already hard, so they can't get them in fast enough. As mm-hmm. soon as they get them in, they're gone, right? Yeah. So 
I can imagine what um you know what a, a Biden administration will do. And let's not forget who this dude has already um, appointed to be his gun czar if he actually gets in office. Like if he gets in, <laughs> his gun czar is you know, just like a, just a loose cannon. Like this dude's just gonna be just slinging. Are you talking uh, about uh, Beto? Uh, Beto, yeah. Yeah, Beto let, let, yeah. Let, Kevin, if you let, can pivot a little bit, so when we're in three, when it's the three of us, we can see you. We can only see like half your face. There you go. Awesome. awesome let me thing. tell you what's going to happen. This is going to be a repeat of, of Obama's cabinet. He had the public candidate, which mm-hmm. everybody saw. Mm-hmm. You know, he had the women and the short people and all the different, you know, minorities and mm-hmm. all of religions and everything. And then he mm-hmm. had his private cabinet, mm-hmm. his the, which was all his close friends. And those are the people who really run the show. The other mm-hmm. cabinet is just there as figureheads, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, I, and I'm not... I, I get what you're saying about it. I'm not knocking that because I think Obama had more loyalty in his administration, <laughs> which, well, you know, once, they ran a once, tight ship. <laughs> once you have the goods on somebody, guess what? Yeah. What, yeah. You, you, why do you think uh, Eric Holder never left for eight years? Because they had the goods on Eric Holder. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and they, play, they covered each other. That's mm-hmm. why they didn't leave. You mm-hmm. know, I mean. We're going to see some of those same people come back into oh, play here. Yeah. All the ones um, that have been under investigation are all going to creep their way back into yeah. the into the government, sure. the government yeah. cheese. Yep. Yeah, but you know this country is not, in my opinion, America is not like any other country on the face of the planet. So I think people should take heart in that. You know they can try to steamroll over people if they want to. I don't think it's not going to really be that easy. Um, you know for sure they're going to do things right. We've lived through that a couple of different times. But uh, we just need to stay focused on everything. So that, like, like we're saying here, go out and get things. You need things. Stay focused. Don't make your family starve because you're trying to get no, no, some guns you no, don't no. need. Yeah, don't do no, that. No, no, <laughs> no. Don't, yeah. don't cause. Don't cause a. Don't get divorced over your your case of mm-hmm. ammo. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. push your. Don't don't max out your credit. Please don't do it. No. Don't do that either. And that's what people do during these times. Yeah. Don't do that. And then something happens to your car or something else. And you can't fix it. That's crazy. <laughs> you can't buy a tire, but you got a case of ammo. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. I, I like it. everything you guys said, man. Like, don't go crazy. You know. Obviously. People are buying stuff now. Clearly, the holidays are coming up, so mm-hmm. people, you know, stuff will be going on a little bit of a sale, maybe. You know, so wait, smart, shop smart. You know, don't don't be emotionally triggered and, oh my God, look, so a new news release, and I'm just going to go out until you guys' point, max out the credit cards, uh, empty the savings and stuff like that. You got to live, man. You know, you got to live. And, and to what Hank said earlier was so true. A well-trained man, well, you need more than one gun. You should have way more than one, but a well-trained man with one gun is better than uh, somebody who's got 10,000 guns at home, no training. And, and then you lose your family around that too. Don't, don't do that. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying it. Like, I'm not saying you got like folks out here are going to be doing it, but we did see that in 2013. I know I saw that. Oh, and I, I see somebody saying, don't, don't count Trump out. Um, <laughs> here, here, um, however, which way you want to take it, you know, my slogan is be prepared, period. You should be prepared for anything, right? Because anybody that, that holds on to an absolute is going to be proven wrong one day, right? So mm-hmm. just be prepared for whatever. If, if Look, if, if these things go through court and Trump gets in, the states actually, you know, turn around. I know we have some voter fraud out there, which is very obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we have those things. And if it turns around, great. It turns around. Guess what? Yeah. If you didn't go out and do something reckless and foolish, you just got a couple more toys at home for a moderate price, right? Mm-hmm. So good. So mm-hmm. now you got stuff and you got to do stuff. 
Yeah. But if you and it doesn't go your way, then you're going to be caught in a panic. And then all of a sudden, your $47 Anderson Lower is going for $200. $300. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, after Newtown and stuff, people are paying $300 for a lower. Yeah. I, did, I didn't sell any of the ones I had then because I just didn't want to deal with the people, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, when people pay $30 for a regular AR mag that you used to buy for six or seven or $40 or 50 I I didn't sell any then either because I just I didn't have to. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like I had to feed my family with the magazine sales, but um, um, and I probably wouldn't do it again because I'm just I just won't. But mm-hmm. you know, unless somebody gets really nutty crazy and wants to give me a lot of money, but um, and and even then, sometimes like you know, I mean, how much do you want to jack a person up? <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of look at it this way. I mean, mm-hmm. I won't jack somebody up crazy, mm-hmm. but if I say, "Hey, I want thirty bucks for this mag," and they're and they're they're chawing at the bit to get it from me, mm-hmm. then God forbid you're, you're going to have yourself a thirty dollar mag. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I uh, <laughs> I bought well, that, that's supply only, and demand. Yeah, I think yeah, I, mean, that, um, I think the uh, the folks that you should watch out for aren't the business people when things run up dry and they have a an asset in their business and are like, "Okay, I got to make a living too." These are the times. Supply demand, you know, so this right, is what right. it is, man. I think that that's only fair. And we have to understand, you know, I think the, the gun industry, since we're such emotional people, because we understand what we're tied to, we understand the Constitution and things like that, and we're tied to it emotionally. Um, and a certain part of us don't understand that the gun business is still a business. Like, we, we sometimes forget that, right? Um, and then there's the flip side of things. There are the people, cheaper <coughs> than dirt. There are the people. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Oh, holy cow. Clear advantage of you. Well, uh, right, right now they got um they already got their P mags at nineteen ninety nine already. Holy cow! Right? Yeah, already. So you know there are there are those other businesses that we shouldn't have such short term memory about, mm-hmm. and remember <laughs> that you know how they just absolutely try to just you know just completely take advantage of you. But other businesses, to Walt's point, if I'm telling you, look, man, you don't need to pay thirty dollars for a P mag. You're like, take my money. I mean, let's be honest, probably cheaper than dirt, probably have an order in for 20 or 30,000 of those PMAGs at mm-hmm. one time, maybe a hundred thousand. And at that price, they're probably getting it for maybe four or $5 a piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that, so. Yeah. Cheaper than dirt is one of those companies. Like we were talking about how we're all supposed to get along. There's certain people who I'm not forgiving. <laughs> They, I think I won't deal with them. They've they've like reached out and all that kind there's of the, stuff. There's the ones that there's care. the ones that you you ordered the ammo at a cheap price. They cancel your order and now tell you it's worth more money. Remember they did that. To yeah, I, I they did it to me. I remember oh, having a bunch of things. Um, it was magazines um, and and stuff like that that I had in the day before, maybe a couple of days before that whole thing that kicked off back in 2013. And I had them. I, I had them way before that. They were paid and everything. And then they canceled my order, and the next thing I know, you know, they said out of stock or whatever. And then huh. next thing you know, those same things are back up at tripled prices and all kinds of crazy stuff. And I was like, "That's it. I will never deal with these guys <laughs> no. ever. I don't care what yeah, cheaper that- than dirt does. I'm not messing with them. Obviously, they have money because they're still around. So we haven't, uh, you know, we haven't choked them off well, from people buying stuff from them. But I think after Newtown, they did they pulled this game where they were doing like eight hundred dollars for a case of two twenty three or something, some mm-hmm. kind of crazy price, and mm-hmm. people were buying it. 
Mm-hmm. What do you, you know, I mean. This is like the NRA issue. Everyone doesn't know what's going on. Uh, until it's too late. Yeah. So there's lots of people out there that don't realize all these nuances, right, um, of things. And so, you know, we have to deal with that. Ultimately, those people, it's like we were talking about, um, you know, we were talking about the Hellcat, for example, from Springfield. You know, I I don't really like Springfield for some stuff they did, but there's a lot of people out there that could Uh, care less. I had a friend text me, uh, one of the dads who used to be in uh, Boy Scouts with us. Mm -hmm. He was asking, uh, what about the Springfield XD? And I said... And it was like 425 or something like that. Are they all right? And I said, yeah, they're all right. Nothing wrong with them. Because mm-hmm. there isn't anything wrong with them. No. They go bang. Yeah. You know, they go bang. For sure. Yeah. And that might have been his option. That might, you know. Mm-hmm. So, he, yeah. Go for yeah. If you know you take some of this stuff, you know, emotionally or <laughs> yeah. personally and things like that. But now, if it would have been where those, a, a Turkish shotgun painted in a zombie green. I would have said, okay, Brad, yeah. you really need to look at this a little closer, all right? Yeah. You know, well, you even know. with the Hellcat, like I gave it a fair look because I didn't, I never wanted to cover it, but people just kept asking me, and then I, you know, I was like, okay, we got to give it a fair look, and, I, and we gave it a fair, a fair yeah. go, and it's a, it's a decent gun, you know, you can yeah. get it. But if you're like me and you can't forgive and forget, <laughs> uh. you know, um, that's how it is sometimes, and I feel that way about cheaper than dirt. I, yeah, I don't care. I will make bullets out of, of, of freaking wood first. <laughs> we'll grind up glass and shoot glass out of my yeah. shotgun. Or yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, they are absolutely ridiculous. Now, those, those type of companies, look. And then when you're big companies, too, people just need to understand basic price. And when you take your big companies, like, don't also don't get mad at the smaller businesses if they have it for, like, 2 or $3 more. Because remember, buying power matters. So if a company can drop and order 200000 of a thing, they're going to be able to sell it mm-hmm. and still get the margins out of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if another company can only buy, you know, 2000 that same thing, they're not going to be able to give you that same deep discount because they paid oh. more for it. So yeah. don't look like I'm robbing me because yours are sixteen ninety nine, but I can get them over here for, you know, fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, dude, that's because they bought half a million of them damn things. They got <laughs> right. They, they put their order in last year at the SHOT Show. And yep. they, they get their they get their order filled throughout the year, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, yeah, that's just the way it is. Yeah. And uh, you know, if you go in the store, you you don't have to wait. And uh, they got to pay the rent. They got to keep the air conditioning or heater on. They got people working. They got insurance. And you, you know, help got, you help keep that business around. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. the one thing that pissed me off more than anything though. I saw somebody just uh, said that their local Walmart. Um, uh, that a gun store went to their local Walmart, bought all the 6920 coats, and then went and marked them up hella. There's only one thing that pissed me off more than that. The last time we had a big uh, deal with the ARs, mm-hmm. I walked in, I think this was uh, Obama's first term um, between uh, Bush and Obama. I walked into a, a local gun store to me. I didn't shop there a lot. I just went in there to kind of look, you know, t- test the water, see what things were doing. Mm-hmm. They had a Smith & Wesson M&P uh, and it was the, I think it was the, the T. It was the nice decked out one head. It was a really, really nice, it was a nice gun. Mm-hmm. They had that Joker. Not only was it slightly marked up, they had the nerve on that one and a few other ones to put law enforcement only. All that pissed me what? off. You know, they put a sign saying not only did they go up on price, but it was like, oh, you need to, you know, you need to be an officer with a letterhead to come in here and buy it. This, and I asked, yeah, come on. Let me, let me ask you a question. That gun last week, I'm sure, was just sitting over there and it was, you, anybody could buy it, right? Because yeah. It's just a Smith and Wesson. Yeah. But now all of a sudden today, you have to be law enforcement to buy it. And you're even charging them a jacked up price. 
And he just looks at me like, well, um, we have to make sure that our law enforcement agencies have the, the proper firearm. I said, dumbass, they're not coming in here. They put in POs and they get yeah. those things delivered in yeah. lots. Right? They get 10, 12, 20 of them at a time. They're not yeah. coming in the gun store to buy one. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm like, that's such a scam, man. That is, Never that is, shop that is, at those people ever again, man. There's some. I remember going to a gun store, a local gun store, and they had – this is when all this stuff was going on back in 2013, 14 um, – and they had a one of the I think it was a Keltec PMR pistol, right? And they had it, and everyone was trying to get those. They had one, and they had a waiting list. So when I asked about it, they had it there for a little bit above the regular price. And I asked about it, and they said, "No, this belongs to a guy who's on the waiting list." I was like, "Okay." So then another guy came in and asked, and they told him the same thing. He was like, "Well, I'll pay you six hundred dollars for that." And then the guy behind the counter was like, "Sold." And I was like, uh, so now you don't care about the dude on the waiting list. <laughs> Seriously. So once I saw that, I never I didn't I didn't mess with that store anymore. You know, because yeah. I know exactly where they're coming from. Um, you know, basically, that was the whole game that they were playing. There's another store that's local to me that they have high prices uh, on a regular basis. But there's a gun show that happens uh, from time to time every couple of months over there not far from them, whenever the gun show is coming, they jack up their prices and then they put out big signs like, oh, we'll be 20% off at the gun show. <laughs> but they've jacked up their prices. <laughs> like, the, yeah, 50, 60%. Part. Yeah, it's, you know, those kinds of uh, tactics, no, not cool. Uh, you know. Yeah, just, remember, just, just remember, you know, just remember, even your local places, man, when they do you like that, just remember, you don't have to, you know, don't you don't have to yell and kick, kick, kicking yeah. down the counters and just be like, OK, so when things do uh, level out, just know I'm going to tell me and all my buddies and, you know, we probably shouldn't shop there. Maybe we should go to the shop that was uh, still treating us fairly during these times mm-hmm. and do do your business there because mm-hmm. that's that's absolutely ridiculous. And those are people that are in the gun business for the business. They're, they're not there to be fair and take care of you. They're just make a make a buck. And uh, look, if you pay it, though. I'm kind of looking at you crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, so there is a balance there. If you pay it, I'm looking at you crazy because if you already have something and you just want this thing and are going to get double or triple the price out of you, then guess what? If you do it and three other people behind you do it, what, what, why would they change? Mm-hmm. No. Why would they change that up? So just, just remember that kind of stuff. But I do want to say again, because I had a, me and a buddy were having this conversation a couple weeks ago. And he was like, oh, if I see anybody go up on anything, I'm never doing business with them again. I'm like, well, that's not to the small businesses, man. They don't have the buying power of those large corporations. And even then, you can you really can you really blame uh, corporations for marketing it up a little bit? I'm not saying going crazy like a cheaper than dirt. <laughs> but if it was 10 bucks and now it's, it's $14, I mean, look, dude, that's... Mm-hmm. You, you, I mean, you got to... The AR the AR market is for so long has been so suppressed and 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 beat down. So now I mean obviously the people who make AR-15s and sell that stuff, they don't have to be beat down <laughs> as much as they were beat down, and they can they can they can make a little bit of money, and so they're doing it. I don't blame them really. I mean it's like now not not crazy money, but if you mark some if if a gun was three fifty back when you know when you couldn't hardly give them away, and now it's four fifty, well. Maybe you should have bought it when it was three fifty. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't feel that bad for the uh, for the uh, consumer at that point. I mean, you had your chance, 
when you when you didn't want to buy that PSA gun for three fifty or three twenty five or whatever, you know. So, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, it's yeah. So yeah, be 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 smart, man. Don't be foolish, but be smart and be like an elephant, dude. Like remember, <laughs> or if somebody, you got one freaking time to let me see you do something just just totally just, and I'm done, like mm-hmm. done. I, I I just don't even. It doesn't even cross my mind to do business with you again. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, we've got lots of people, way over 100 folks hanging out with us right now in the chat. Smash those thumbs ups. I think if everyone out there smashed the thumbs ups right now um, who hasn't done it, if you, you know, if, if you haven't done it, we could probably get to 100, which would be a nice thing. Uh, by the way, I do want to say, I do want to say here that uh, we won't be doing a show tomorrow, taking the day off tomorrow because Saturday um we we've got some stuff going on um should i should i even tell people what we're doing on saturday walter what, what, what do you think no, no. Uh, lola you, says it, no lola says no it, that's the it's end it's your party so yeah you know. lola said no she she's she wasn't hearing anything else <laughs> i just said but she heard that but anyway the voice, got, huh? the voice of reason the voice of reason <laughs> yeah so we have some stuff going on um we have some stuff going on on Saturday that, that uh, we all need to get rested up for, um, and that's what we're going to be doing. Um, you know, what's one of the things I, I, I haven't had a chance to talk about, actually, um, in the last couple of days because there's been other things going on. Did you guys hear about the expansion of the Stand Your Ground here in Florida with DeSantis? Anyone hear about that? Oh, well, he's like, you can... The news headline says uh, shoot rioters and looters. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here, I'll throw it up. DeSantis' proposal could allow citizens to shoot, run over suspected rioters. Florida governor proposes controversial changes to stand your ground law. Uh, Tallahassee, Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis is proposing controversial legislation that would expand Florida's stand your ground law. Amongst the changes would be an addition of justifications for people using force against one another over criminal acts during protests like looting. It would also make blocking traffic during a protest a third degree felony. Drivers who say they accidentally killed or injured protesters who blocked traffic would get immunity. Um, and then obviously there's, I know, I'm sure that there's people that are critics of this um and and people that are proponents of it uh what do you guys what you know I'm, i'll be interested to know what kevin thinks about this what walter and even the folks out there think about this stuff um my opinion uh my opinion is this it's a slippery slope right so in in, in one aspect i don't want to see and i know people you know dislike rioters and looters and i totally get it and i'm with you i think we all dislike the chaos that happened i don't think that's an argument um but somebody's standing in the street and you're okay for running them over, what precedent does that set, right? So um, do I think that you should be able to kill somebody because they're standing in the street being annoying? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Do I think that you should have to stand there and watch somebody tear up your business and not be able to do anything about it? No, mm-hmm. right? So uh, it's like portions of it, I can definitely see, yeah, okay, you're going to have a consequence for trying to destroy my livelihood. Absolutely. I'm with that. I understand that. Um, and then on the flip side, it's like a dude's in the street with a sign being a jerk. And, oh, OK, look at that guy. I'm going to run him over and kill him because I get immunity now. Like there is a moral thing that happens there. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't do. That. They are annoying as hell for blocking traffic, standing mm-hmm. in the street. But then there's going to be a flip side of that. The people are going to argue. Well, what about the people that are attacking the cars? Right. Mm-hmm. They're not just standing there. They're they're going in. They're busting out the windows. They're driving, dra- uh, dragging the drivers out and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You got you got you're going to get what's coming to you. Yeah. You know, so. 
that's how I kind of view that. Like we have, we can segment it, but running somebody over for being a jerk standing in the street, I think is kind of far. Well, I think it is too far. Mm-hmm. But however, if you start, you know, busting on my windows, trying to drag me out of my car and stuff like that, then yeah, you're going to get what's coming to you flat out. And if you try to destroy my livelihood or you're trying to go through and wreck and terrorize my neighborhood, um, then yeah, there should be a consequence for that. Yeah. Uh, Walter? I think um, I think you made good points there, Kevin. I just want to make sure Walter gets uh, gets. Uh, I, I messing with people's businesses and burning things and doing like that. You get what's coming to you, okay? Because um, um, there's no calling for that. Mm-hmm. Um, standing in the road and impeding, and I'm talking about just one person with a sign. It usually it's it's a whole mob, and usually it never goes good when the cars start to push the mob. Mm-hmm. Never goes good. Mm-hmm. I mean, the survey says <laughs> they attacked the car. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I would tell my wife or myself, hit the gas. Mm-hmm. Because your life is, you, you, it's kind of like if you get jumped by five guys walking down the street in Florida, you can, you can, you can, you can let them have it. Mm-hmm. Because right. you've been overpowered. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you're not going to, whether they're armed or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, mm-hmm. so I, I don't think it'll be one person with a sign necessarily. But the governor is smart doing this. And the reason I say it's smart is because it deters people from thinking about doing it. You know, if, if you got this in your mind that, well, maybe that maybe that guy in that uh, truck, that that tractor trailer driver is going to run my ass over and just keep going. I don't think I want to get out there. <laughs> I don't I, I think yeah. I'll, I think I'll stay on the side with my sign. You know, I don't think we're going to block the interstate, mm-hmm. you know, and they got no right to block the interstate and impede you. You might be going to see your sick granny at the hospital. You might be going to to get food for your family. You don't be need to stop at a protest. You know, sorry, mm-hmm. I just just don't. So, so if we look at this, right? I think there's a there's a marked difference between people protesting and people rioting and looting. Okay, there's there's a de- big difference there. I think even as gun guys, we've had reason to protest. Right, yeah, but you don't go out in the middle of the interstate and do it. Well, no, we don't go out in the middle of the interstate. We 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 don't go um, uh, like obviously armed or openly armed and stop people in traffic and do all those yeah. kinds of. We don't we don't do those kinds of things, um, or we shouldn't we shouldn't do those kinds of things. But people definitely have the right to protest. And yes, I don't think uh, I don't think there's very many people out there that want to like one guy being annoying, like you're saying, Kevin, that they that they that they you know human beings unless there's something broken inside of you, you don't want to take out other human beings unless you feel that your life is threatened or the lives of people uh, around you that are close to you, dear to you, uh, their lives are threatened. I think if we look at the stand your ground in Florida, there's a lot of people, as it is, and I think what he's trying to do here is strengthen it. As it stands, there are people out there who think that stand your ground shouldn't even exist in Florida. And I don't think a lot of people realize how many people that the stand your ground laws save, right? And there's lots of black people who are kept out of prison because of the stand your ground laws. It just doesn't become news when when that, you know, typically if it, what happens in Florida is if a white guy kills a black guy uh, and stand your ground comes into play, it becomes news. If a black guy kills a black guy, it's not news. If a white guy kills a white guy, it's not news. Not news. Nope. So there's things that happen there, and and I've seen I've seen this stuff happen, and it never, um, it didn't make news. So I think for sure we have to, you know, try to, in my opinion, strengthen that, right? 
But Florida also does not give anyone the license to ki- just murder other people. Right. There's right. lots of people who have not who have who have not been granted stand your ground. So if you remember that incident where I think. And, and, do, do you remember the thing where there was a black guy? He pushed this old white guy down. They they got into something. And the, and yeah. the white guy shot him. Yeah. yeah, but he shot him when the guy had turned and walked away from him. Yeah, right. You know, he, and they they he, didn't he, give white him white guys in jail. Yeah, they did not give him stand your ground, right? Because at that moment he wasn't in danger. So now maybe if this guy had pushed him on the ground and had proceeded to attack him and try to kill him, yeah. they would have understood. They didn't understand if he did it after the guy's walking away. Yeah, you shoot somebody in the back, not a good idea. Yeah, so I think people need to look at it in a balanced way, and I don't think that Governor DeSantis wants to to like make just an open license for people to yeah. kill each other. And if we had that in Florida, it would be the wild, wild west here, and it isn't. Look, look okay, let me go back in time. I've been in Florida for a long time. Mm-hmm. Concealed carry comes into Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be the wild, wild west. Oh, we're all going to – they're mm-hmm. going to start shooting people on the streets. Oh, guess what? Crime that's, rate goes down. Yeah, that's crime, typically not crime what we rate have. Goes down. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, because look, there's once again, if you think that I might look at Kevin, if you're driving around in your car and mm-hmm. you got your gun and somebody's busting your window out, you got the right in Florida to cap their ass. Mm-hmm. Just simple yeah. as that, because that's invasion of your house. Your car is basically an extension of your home, right? In Florida, so. If if the bad guys, think, well, I might get shot. Fuck, I ain't gonna do that. Yeah. But how, <laughs> He's gonna think twice before he but, does it. But here's the question I want to ask you: How often do we even see it? With all these things happening here in Florida, how often do we see it? In the current things that happen, there's one instance that I can remember, and, and people out there might see more. But I remember there was a protest in Tallahassee where the protesters started coming after a guy, and he he felt threatened, and he took out his gun. He didn't shoot anyone. The cops immediately moved in on him, but no charges were filed against him because they could see how these people were going after him. Right, right, right. right? Well, it's, ob- it's obvious. Yeah. So the thing I think is that there's other states where we've seen people clearly fighting for their lives and things going on, and they weren't able to defend themselves. And I think what, what DeSantis is doing is stepping in there and saying, hey, uh, it, this, it's not going to be so easy for mobs to, to move into places in Florida and start burning stuff down and destroying things and attacking people. People will have the right to defend themselves here. Um, I don't think we're going to see it turn into a wild, wild west situation. And, no. you know, so I, I think that's the thing. I know the media is going to paint it like that. But I think what he's doing is um, trying to establish something to protect people and businesses. And one of the last things I want to say on this, there's a lot of places where all this rioting and stuff went on and looting. And people don't realize that those business owners are not recovering their businesses. And those towns are run by Democrats, by the way. Yeah. But those people are not going to recover it. There's limits. Everyone says, oh, but you're covered by insurance. There's limits to what's Not everybody has insurance. This okay, but there's also limits to what insurance is going to pay. Well, they don't cover stuff under these riots and insurrection. That's yeah. insurrection type stuff. Yeah. yeah it's- so you're you're talking about a lot of people that that's it for them when when people destroy or burn down their businesses. Maybe the bigger businesses, I don't know. Maybe it's easier for them. Maybe they'll get bailed out. We see we see how that whole bailout or what was the thing that uh, the Trump administration put in, into effect. This money that it mostly went to the biggest yeah. corporations and people in Congress well, and all that kind of stuff. It didn't go to the actual business people out there for the most part. 
we we eventually did get some money. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, and but we not in the first round. Mm-hmm. The first round the first round went to all the banks. Mm-hmm. The banks got the money, and then they handed it out to all their friends. Mm-hmm. Lots of <laughs> businesses that weren't even affected. Got the, That money was supposed to go out there to all the businesses that were affected. So I think the thing is, is that in Florida, you're at a larger risk. Lots of people are at a larger risk that if you just decide to go out there and start tearing things down and burning their stuff down, you know, um, it, it becomes a problem. Now, I know like a lot of times I, I was in a panel where they were talking about this. And I guess someone previously said, oh, if you break into my house, try to steal my TV, I'm going to shoot you. And the thing, the thing that I was saying is if a guy broke into my house and I'm coming home and he's running away with a TV, I don't, I don't need to shoot him, right? Well, he's running away first, thing, so you don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. But if I'm in my house by myself he, or with my family him. and you kick in my door for anything, if you're hungry, if you want my clothes so that you yeah, can stupid. go to school with – or Stupid. you just want you you need to plug a TV in so you need a TV for whatever reason <laughs> and you decided to kick my door in I don't have any kind of empathy for you no well look when it comes to when it comes to your and I'm, I'm a person that's all about de-escalation getting away mm-hmm. from the I mean hell I think my firearms company no other choice for Christ's sakes right mm-hmm. however um, I am the person that is strong on this I am the wrath of God if you come in my house mm-hmm. there is there is no other way of looking at that there is no other conversation to be had. Um, if I'm there, you're coming in, look, I got, I got a family to protect. I am not going to negotiate with you. I'm not going to ask you, Hey, can I help you? Mm-hmm. I am going to eliminate you. That, mm-hmm. it, it, there is no other way to talk. You're not here for good reason. Mm-hmm. We know that. Right. So there is, I think at a point, and we should always keep that protected at a point to your point, guys got the TV head out the back door. All right, man. Hopefully you got insurance or renter's insurance yeah. or homeowner's insurance. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I could get another TV. It's going to hurt me or whatever. Right. But I don't need to take that dude out because he's running away with a TV. Nah, that's that's too extreme. Yeah. But to the situation, you know, I'm I'm up late watching TV or I'm laying in the bed and there's a boom, boom. You're gonna get a lot of booms back, yeah. and it ain't gonna be nice, you know, because it's that's that's where we 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 clearly draw the line. Like you, the line is drawn from you. It's, it's a home. It's got doors. It's got windows. And if you decide to cross one of those. Then you put it's not me endangering your life, you're endangering you made that decision, mm-hmm. right? You I'm made it, mm-hmm. right? Period. Yeah, one of the things that happened to us is like we had some people working um, on our property and they like to drink. It was like a father and son, uh, they like to drink and I don't know, whatever else you know, people like to do. Um, and but you know, they got they kind of got angry when they got drunk. And something happened between the father and, and the son. And, um, and one day, for some reason, the father... So I knew these guys, right? One day he showed up on my property, re- like drunk out of his mind and very, very angry and carrying on and, you know, just cursing, carrying on and everything on my property. Do you think the thought even went into my brain that I want to do something to him? I just said, hey, dude, you know what I'm saying? You need to, you need to get off my property. You need to leave here, you know, walk away. Why do I want to, you know, hurt yeah, someone? Yeah, Even yeah. if I didn't know him, why do I want to hurt you if I don't have to? But if it, right. I didn't want it to come to that, right? You don't want to escalate yeah. it to the, that. The thought doesn't go in my mind. Oh, I'm in Florida. I'm shoot his ass. I could do whatever I want to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to shoot his ass. That's what, No, the nah. thought goes through my mind. This person has issues. And I know these guys. <laughs> and I, and, and I, knew, I know people in their family. I don't want to hurt this guy. I want him to go away. 
He needs to go be mad somewhere else. Yes, like, exactly. But else. And even yeah. if I didn't know, if I don't feel like at that moment standing outside of my house carrying on your threat or whatever, I don't, you know, it's when you, when you lose sight of all of that, when you're so far gone that you lose sight of everything going on, and then I perceive you to become that. But none of us as human beings normally, I think, want to go to that point. But some of the stuff that we've seen in these, in these riots and these attacks, like I looked at the video yes. of the guy who he owns some kind of business and he went there and these people were burning it down and he was trying to put the fire out and some of them when they came out of the door he hit them with the with the the fire extinguisher stuff right whatever that whatever whatever that um propellant stuff is they got mad and they started they started beating him up and they took the fire extinguisher and knocked him upside the head a couple of times there was a woman asking him like please leave this guy alone right at that point there, those people boom, aren't deserve they're not deserving of boom, boom. of of anything from me. No kind of empathy from me. Boom boom. <laughs> if a lawful gun owner is walking and you know, put the state into the situation as long as it's, it's it's lawful in your state. If walking down the street or trying to make a home through some chaos and they see somebody being beat over the head with a fire extinguisher, they'll probably shoot you. That's that's legitimate in Florida. You can yeah, prevent a felony fel- felonious yeah. activity. Yeah, yes. you get, you get shot. Uh, and I think even with what what Florida's doing, I really think what he's really trying to do is just let people know we're not going to be a victim. Mm-hmm. He's trying I mean, to make he, he's making a point that's like don't start the shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just want to make I, the point. I don't want people to think that like we could. You know, sometimes we say stuff in bravado, but as gun guys, we don't do this because we want to take out people. How many people have you ever taken out? KD, I've seen you save people. Yeah, normally that's what I'm doing. Even when I've had, and look, I'll, I'll be openly tell you, I've had no short of maybe two dozen, if not more, people at gunpoint, mm-hmm. right? Uh, whether it was for work or whether it was in personal life, because I've, I've made it past, I think, 10 attempted robberies. And it is, even at that point, when you have that, when you draw that gun and those guns come into play, Sometimes, not all the times, I'm just blessed where people give up, right? And if they've given up and they've surrendered uh, to you and the power that you will, the fight, the, the fight at that point, the immediate threat is over, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. the goal is not to kill people, even if a consequence of an action is somebody had to lose their life. You're still trying to save life. The life mm-hmm. you were just saving probably was your own in that situation, right? Mm-hmm. So we never look at it as an instrument of death. We look at it as an instrument of preservation. Um, and sometimes we have to wield that responsibly. Now, if you've never had somebody at gunpoint, let me tell you, man, it gets real, real, real quick. Mm-hmm. Like when you're standing there and you got somebody at gunpoint and it's like, dude, give up. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm going to be standing there shaking and all. Nah, I'm, I'm more than prepared to do what I got to do if I got to do it. But um, that's when stuff gets really real. And you have to you have to know, even if you do something, and you knew there was a way out and this guy was giving up and there are no cameras and you cap him anyway. You're still going to have to live with that for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You're going to know it. Right. And it'll probably eat you up. So um, unfortunately, look, I've had I've trained people and the people I've trained have killed people. That's a fact. They have done it. Um, and they didn't go to prison. Mm-hmm. That's saying something like we have to make sure. And we're that glad we that they're here. I think we had one of those young gentlemen absolutely. here on the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely good that, we, that you know, if they they're alive. Right. But that was a situation where the, the criminal gave them, they literally gave them no other choice, mm-hmm. right? They didn't. And they did what they had to do that we should be prepared to do what we have to do, but also have the resolve to understand 
maybe I don't have to continue to take this far because the threat is over. Yeah. A little bit of respect. I think either one of you or both of you guys said that. People need to respect other people. Well, and, and not – some people are constantly looking for a conflict. Mm-hmm. You know, they, and they don't know what to do. It, their, only, their only way out of conflict is more conflict. I'll say, well, sometimes mm-hmm. you got to, like somebody said in the chat, you got to swallow your pride a little bit and back off. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it'll be all right. <laughs> you can get called names and you can get done this and do that. You just, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, he's an asshole. Let's get out of here. You know, back out, back mm-hmm. out, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Plus, I don't want my, my I don't want my my precious gun sitting on somebody's damn evidence shelf. Oh, <laughs> and you'll never you'll never see you'll never see it back. Yeah, not a KD it. special. Got, <laughs> yeah, no. If you see Kevin come out with the taped up gun, you probably has some issue. You probably Kevin, in trouble. You got you got to use like I I got I got I got a Luger that I got from a friend that gave it to me, and it was rusty and it actually had electrical tape around the handle. And I call that the ghetto Luger. And I, I, I restored it, and it works fine. It shoots fine, man. That thing was nasty. So if you're going to do that and have it on the evidence shelf, give them a, a, a buyback gun, you know, like a yeah. – like, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, no matter how expensive that gun was or how cool it was, um, you know, I don't think a lot of us are like uh, – what's the name of the – I know there was this situation uh, with this kid – and the guy that thought he was like security or some nonsense, um, uh, I forgot his name. That we, that, you know, it wasn't even really stand your ground. I don't think they wound up using stand your ground. I can't remember. But that situation that went down here in Florida years ago, right? Yeah, and you're um, talking about yeah. Yeah, Trevor. Uh, um, I'm trying. I think it was the Trayvon Martin. The whole Trayvon, Trayvon Martin, Martin situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that what's his name involved in that had a serious, like some serious issues. And you could tell from the aftermath, you know, you would think that if he really was glad that he saved his life, you know, um, and and the situation that he was in where he could have lost his life, he wouldn't have spent a lot of time trying to go around and, and like enjoy some kind of fame or something like that out of what was going on. And this is why he's constantly getting into other things, right? I don't want to relitigate that whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? Yeah, look, Zimmerman, but no, no, no short of words, Zimmerman's a bitch. I, I think, what he is. I think ultimately he, he doesn't, he doesn't realize, I, I, I think he, he finally left Florida, right? I believe he, I believe he left Florida. This dude's running around signing, signing like autographing packs of Skittles and all that. Like that dude is, That's crazy. Uh, he, he is, and I'm, I agree. I'm glad that um, a lot of gun owners, you know, didn't back. Because even when you look at that situation, man. Long story short, it was a, a it was a case of a guy. We you know dad being a judge and you know being around law enforcement for a while. It was a case of a guy who understood the law mm-hmm. and knew how to apply it to a mess of situation. You should have left that damn kid alone. Mm-hmm. You should have left that kid alone, right? And when you when you went up to him and harassed him or whatever whatever happened, which we'll never know, but something made that kid sock. Something made him fuck you, right? And instead of you know taking your you know taking a couple of your licks as a man since you shouldn't have been messing with him, you decided to apply the law to the situation and knew that you could get away with it because you applied the law. This kid didn't understand what he was putting himself into. Mm-hmm. You did, mm-hmm. but you also provoked it, right? So, um, and then when you run around and doing all this crazy stuff for fame, then you're then he's constantly. A lot of people don't know he went around threatening to kill other people. Mm-hmm. Like th- that dude is a nutbag. He, he was getting into kid. shootouts and all kinds of things. He thought yeah, he was dude. like, Bru- you remember Bruce Lee? People used to try to like go meet Bruce Lee on movie sets and fight him and stupid shit like that. 
I don't know if that was real or not, right? But you just, okay, regardless of what happened, you just got through that. You need to just yeah. blend into the background and, and move on with your life. You would think, you would think so, yes, <laughs> but that's not what always happens. Yeah. But going around doing all that crap he did, man, it's like you're making a – look, if you have to defend yourself, even if the public disagrees with it, but you know in your heart of hearts – you did the right thing. I saw somebody put in the comments like, yo, I'm done. You will never see me again. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you did the right thing in the hearts of hearts and you defended yourself and the public disagrees with you and the court agrees with you. Cool, man. It happened. It's done. Move on. But in that case, a he didn't do that. That wasn't the situation. And B to run around. And that makes everybody who owns a gun look like a maniac. Right. That, there is still a, something that we have to deal with with that. And running around, you know, doing autographs, threatening other people, saying you I've killed once I'll kill again and all that crazy crap he was doing. No. No, no, no. That's what, but no. those are the things I think that put the stand your ground in Florida under threat. Um, and it's something that many people in Florida have used to stay, uh, to uh, save uh, their uh, lives and stay out of, of prison. Oh, here we go. The cuteness is back. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, why are you outside right now? <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, I don't want to. I, I don't. I, I don't yeah, want to make everyone uh, get caught up in the in the quagmire of that nonsense. Um, just, I, I think an armed society is a polite society, and this is why all of America should be able to be armed, the entire country, and people should know. And I'm not saying it's a 100% cure all in Florida. We still have crazy stuff happen here, and we still have bad things happen. But it makes the bad people think twice. It makes a big difference. <laughs> it does. <laughs> It makes I, a big about, I mean, not that I'm looking for trouble, but I was like, you know, at least maybe a quarter, three quarter, maybe, you know, that guy might be armed, you know. Yeah. You, know, you haven't noticed how in the South people are very polite to each other? Have a, have a nice day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm serious. Everyone is that way. I'm not saying that some people don't get into things or whatever, yeah, yeah. but for the yeah. most part here, everyone kind of knows. You don't know who you're messing with. That little old white lady could be armed to the teeth and be a crack shot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she could hit you twice on the way down <laughs> with no <Yeah>. remorse. <laughs> yeah. You know, she was she's she's probably doing like shooting or whatever from, you know, the time she was walking. And I think that makes a big difference to a lot of people. And I've seen like relatives in my family have come here and they're like sometimes they see certain things and they're like how could this actually how are people walking around this late at night and doing this and doing that? And I'm like I don't think you really want to mess with anyone. You know, you don't really know who you're running into, whether what they're doing is legal or illegal, because a lot of it is, you know, there's a lot of things that are that are legal and they Catch can do if they need to defend themselves. Yeah, oh, yeah. It might not be a gun. They might whip out a damn, you know, that's a blade kind of thing and, mm -hmm. and slice and dice yeah. you. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, there's some machete dudes, too. Cut you up real good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. OK, listen, so we hit nine o'clock. Which is actually whenever Kevin's here, this happens real fast. You know, we 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 get into uh, a lot of different uh, kinds of conversation. Um, what I want to do to wrap this all up for you guys, I don't know if anyone out there has any other questions or anything's any kind of stuff like that. We're not going to be back until Monday, but we're going to have some good stuff and we're going to have some good social media stuff going out for myself. Walter, Babyface P. Yep. Um, so what I want to do here probably is like go to Walter and, and then Kevin. Walter, how can the folks follow you on the social medias? And have you gotten up on any of these alternative stuff that people are up on now? 
I have a, a parlor account, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done anything there. Like I said kind of before, you know, when you're doing other things during the day, sometimes it's hard to have five or six different social media things. Right? <laughs> and and right. keep track of all of it. You uh-huh. know? Um, uh-huh. um, so I, right now I'm doing the old school stuff. I'm using them like a Trojan. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, you know, YouTube. Um, um, that's Safety Hour Firearms or safetyhourfirearms.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I just posted some mini bike uh, 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 stuff up on Dirtfoot Racing. Some We're working on an engine. Um, yeah, I so heard you're going to start. You're going to be selling some uh, mini bike parts. Yeah, we're we're getting we got a CNC plasma table coming, so we're going to start mm-hmm. cutting and making some different parts. Okay, and, I'm going to start uh, thinking the, of some stuff I need made. Well, you know, <laughs> it can even be artsy fartsy. You know, yeah, you could have exactly. Your, you know, it's a four by four plasma table, so oh, you nice. cut a lot of four by four. Yeah, yeah. So that's four foot by four month, foot. So. Four foot by four foot, yes, sir. Okay. Um, so yeah, well, we're going to be making all kinds of things, you know. Yeah, um, I see. Even Kevin is Kev, The gears yeah. are turning inside <laughs> Kevin's head. <laughs> He's seen that logo. He's seen that big ass metal, metal logo. NOC. Let me see. Four foot by four Where foot. Can I, your wife's like, get that out of the house. Get that. And actually, yeah. if it's four foot by four foot, you could do N, then you could do O, <laughs> and you could do yeah, C. I, I am. Um, good to know. Good to know. Thank, thank you, Hank, for giving him all these ideas. Uh, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so cool. So all the old school. So places. you're gonna do all your four by four letters for your Hank Strange. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm I'm guessing that's also gonna be heavy. So it'd be like it'd be like the Hollywood sign. <laughs> Hollywood, Hank Strange. <laughs> yeah, I don't really want to advertise that much. I don't want to advertise no. that much. But I think it's gonna be cool when you get that plasma table, though. It'll I'm be gonna, fun. It'll be fun. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have some stuff made, <laughs> or try. I'm gonna try to have some stuff made. Um, okay, so let, before we go to Kevin Dixie, Armament and Axes did give us a super chat here. Thanks a lot. He says, I missed it. Uh, he says, uh, but does Katie donk his guns? Old joke. Laugh out loud. <laughs> okay. <There you> go. <laughs> um, I, I do have a, uh, I don't, I, look, besides uh, my custom pistols, um, I don't really add a lot to guns, but I probably do have one or two. I'm like, why the hell did I do that? Yeah, like how? The, okay, I don't know exactly how you donk a gun, but okay. Well, I mean, if it's a cannon, metallic, metallic green with uh, gold accents, maybe. Oh, true. Uh, no, I really think when you donk a gun, yeah, you put a good paint job on it, and then I guess don't you put a an extendo in it, right? You put an extended magazine in it. I guess well, that's maybe. the equivalent. Of so, yeah. but maybe you should do that. Maybe we should put like a. Oh no! I'm now I'm, I'm making stuff illegal. Well, what's the like, whole what's the whole spirit of donks? Like from what I know, the spirit of donks are these are really cheap cars that these guys could buy without getting like having to report it anywhere, and then they pour a bunch of money into it, which they don't have to report. So it has to first start by being a cheap gun. Then, so let's say you get a high point and then you put pearl handles on it. <laughs> hmm. yeah. Don't give me an idea. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're going by the donk rules, I, I think hey, you gotta have a. You know, no. Uh, people seem to like my little high cock video where I put the the high point, the 1095T in 10 millimeter, and uh-huh. I put two. Uh, it was a $300 gun, and I put two $1,500 optics on top of it. Right. <laughs> well, that's a that's a donk. You got you go. a $300 car with $2,000 with the wheels. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So, yeah, yeah, I got te- the, I had the high cock. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kevin, how can the folks out there support you? Where do they need to go? How can they communicate with you? 
biggest thing to do right now is go to northechoice.com. Please sign up for the email list. There is a, uh, you can get training. You can sign up for training right on the website. You can, um, uh, like I said, we're buying, we are now, um, outside of swag, which we do have swag. These beanies will soon be listed. You got hats, shirts, um, hoodies. It is hoodie season. So we have hoodies over there for you. Um, and we're going to be dropping about seven other designs next week on the website. You can also go over there and get accessories. So you got your lights, you got, you know, mags and a whole, uh, thing like that. I will tell you they're selling out fast. I, I ordered in a batch of, uh, six, uh, six, five, uh, Grendel mags and within two minutes they were gone. Hmm. So people are going to the site. They are getting stuff. So go over there, you know, support that way. Uh, to Hank's point, I am, you know, somebody that's active in the gun community trying to protect our rights. So anything you can do to help me is greatly appreciated. Um, I do have a parlor account. I always wanted to be a pirate. So it's kind of cool. I get to parlay. Um, so I, <laughs> I don't even, I haven't even figured out how to do that, man. <laughs> yeah. There's, still, there's certain features I don't know how to do. I don't know how to tag someone on there. Yeah, I, it, I think you just got to get. So I put on my post like I'm just going to get on there and start pushing buttons. But I do think that um, there is a um, the parlor is probably probably could be a, a pretty good median. Uh, mm-hmm. So I am on parlor. You can go over parlor and support me. And everything is uh, the real NOC on all the platforms. Clearly, there is Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the YouTube. We're going to be putting more videos on YouTube. Uh there will also be on the, the website. It's going to be cheap. It's going to be no more than $2.99. It's $2.99 a month. Where we're going to, um, if you if you get into that, you're going to have access to the entire category. We can also use assistance on Patreon. Patreon, all my Patreon members that are $10 or more, you're going to be the first person to get any uh, news about discounts and everything on the site. You'll get that for everybody else. So you can support that way as well. There's always Aiming for the Truth, our community outreach program, which a large portion of our proceeds from the firearms business go to that. And that is uh, GoFundMe.com uh, forward slash Aiming for the Truth. Um, and yeah, those are all the ways to get in touch with me and to interact. Absolutely. Very cool. And listen, we have like 97 thumbs up. So if three people smash the thumbs ups right now, which I think is totally feasible, we'll get to 100. So I'm not going to actually call this until I see 100 up there because I know there's enough people to smash those thumbs ups and get it there. Uh, Special K says, shoot, he's in ATL. Now he has to donk his firearms. So, <laughs> What do you think? How about a $2,000 um, Trigicon scope on a high point? That has to be green, though. You got to make that like a nice. Oh, I ain't green. paying this. No way. Why not? Uh-uh. That ain't that ain't natural. No, no, uh, no, no. I think it could be done. Not it could the, be done. It not the Trigicon. No, sir. No, 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 no. There's people who could. Uh, Kevin knows some people that could uh, Cerakote that. <laughs> oh, I, uh, yeah. You'd have to take it apart to Cerakote, I think, because you have to put it in know. the oven. But you void, I think Trigicon, you void their warranty. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you get, yeah, this, oh, this yeah, is. Don't this do that. <laughs> don't do that with a Trigicon. Yeah, this is a, this is yeah. a 308, like a machine gun Trigicon. So, oh, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, I would also say, you know, you should keep up, too, because unlike um, another thing I'm going to add, you know, follow because I'm walking people through this journey in night vision. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to walk you through. I got a bunch of cool night vision stuff coming out. Um, so but I'm walking people through it because I'm, I'm relatively new to night vision. So if you want to if you ever thought about that stuff and you want to see it like from start to finish, I am going to be doing a lot of things on night vision. I'm training with some of the a lot of guys around the country that teach night vision. So keep up for those reasons. Yeah, I saw you, you doing in? some stuff with Noir. Was that Noir? You? I think uh, so. I no, saw you I mean mugging. I saw you mean mugging him somewhere. Well, not that was last year, man. That's because oh, the oh, dude is old. Man okay. in there, and he's got like the the whole like one leg up thing. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, what? 
What are you going to make me choke? <laughs> leg up. And people were taking pictures. We were up there with uh, he's kind of He's kind of hipsterish. You know, you can't hate on him. He's, he's <laughs> Man, but I'm like, dog, why is your leg up? And he, he's looking at me when he's doing it. He knew I was going to have a problem with it. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, like, wh- why are you doing it? He was like, oh, this is what all the girls do, dude. Let me, you know, let me flex. I'm like, all right, man. I just walked away. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to see video of this because I don't understand. But no, he recently went and did uh, Buck's um, low light, no light class uh, over mm. there in uh, Raton, New Mexico. Uh, so he's got uh, one one small video out now where they were out mm. there shooting tonight. I will be with Buck at the end of March. Uh, I already uh, hit New Orleans is the guy up and like, yo, you guys need to circle back so we can do this together in March um, to go out there and have a good time. But yeah, he's um, he's got he's gotten into night vision now. Um, it's it's really two things in this in this gun thing that you can do that are um, I'm, I guess at the top of it and that's um, extreme long range shooting and night vision mm-hmm. like those are the things that really really get into your pockets a little bit I didn't get into it to stunt on people by any stretch of the imagination I was just in a real world situation where guns were at play so and I got all a, the stunting is accidental Walter that's the translation. Any stunt well, that Kevin is doing, showing uh, all kinds of headgear or uh, whatever, that's accidental. That's not deliberate. It's not. It's not, it's not intentional. That's and not look, meant to raise your heckles. I have yeah. a mono. I have a mono tube, right, which is a singular tube, not a dual tube. So a lot of people look at me like, "Oh, he's trying, but he's still poor." That's fine. <laughs> it's okay. fine. Um, but I'm working with what I got now. I am the guy that at the same time went out and put a damn near three thousand dollar illuminator on my rifle. So I did do that. But um, I buy things that I know I'm going to want, and I'll much rather cry once, get it out the way, and I know I don't have to replace the thing for 10 years. So I'm kind of that guy. Um, let me just say something about the new people coming into office. They don't like night vision either, by the way. Yeah. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah. That's been talked of for a while about getting rid yeah. of night vision for civilians. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, real quick before. That puts you at an advantage. Yeah. You know, in the- yeah. They don't like any of that stuff. Same thing with body armor. Real quick before we get out of here, Kiaski says, what are the top three barrel manufacturers? What, do you, what can you guys think of? I know we met the guys from Shaw Barrel, and they've been around for over 100 years. I would um, say them. My opinion, and look, this is just all opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in no particular order, um, Faxon, uh, uh, Faxon, Shaw, and Ballistic Advantage. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Packnor makes barrels. A lot of, lot of, uh, you know, high end barrels. Um, the people I get my barrels rifle from. Uh, 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 oh, I can't remember their damn name. That would help. Seriously, yeah, Walter, but, you write these guys a yeah. check. <laughs> 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 Anyways, they make they do yeah. rifling and drilling. Faxon do has good, been doing good stuff for sure. Yeah, they be, uh, yeah, they do mostly AR stuff. Um, and, I, and I'll tell you mistaken. this: Faxon believes in what, and I'm not saying nobody else does mm-hmm. doesn't. Okay, I'm not saying that, but I know the guys at Faxon really, really well. And let me tell you, from the owner on down, those guys believe in your rights and they fight for your rights and they put money into it. So, and then they they turn out a great product. So I really believe in those guys. Yeah. I think nobody else does. And I look, I just spent I just spent three days with the guys over at Shaw, mm-hmm. uh, with one of the owners and uh, a couple of guys that work there. They're really good people. Uh, we had some nice conversations about the Second Amendment, like off camera. And those are some real dudes, too. Mm-hmm. Like they really believe in this stuff. Uh, they are blue collar workers. They are about turning out a good product at an affordable price for American people. So, you know, get out and support. Companies. Yeah, you, and you just haven't heard of them. They've been around for 100 years. You just haven't heard of them. Until recently, they yeah, they they, they do OEM stuff. So I'll uh, I'm yeah, gonna tr- I'm gonna try to get yeah. something up. I still have videos coming out of from from that event that we went to. Walter, did Can you remember? Hank the- was there with me. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
Dr- drilling Dynamics is is the name of the company. They do they specialize in gun drilling, which mm-hmm. gun drilling is not necessarily always gun barrels. It's deep deep holes, mm-hmm. so they make the bits and all the tools for that. Plus, but I buy the uh, the rifled blanks from them, and then I had somebody else chamber them. So. But they do a good job. So. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I think we covered that. Let me run in the end here. We did hit 100. Thanks to everyone for that. Uh, make sure you guys smash the subscribe button here. Ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. Uh, hit those thumbs ups. Leave comments, all that kind of stuff. Share it. We'll have some uh, some videos going up here on this on this channel as well as the main channel that you guys could check out. Uh, I think Lola turned on... Uh, my SBR video that's up there and shooting some new steel on the range. Big thanks to Kevin, Katie, Kevin Dixie uh, of No Other Choice NOC. Make sure you guys follow and support him as well as Walter Keller out there. Big thanks to Franklin Armory. Who wants the last word here? Who wants the last word? It's your show. No, always someone else goes. I, I talk too much already. Oh, well, okay. Pull out a knife, Walt. Have it. Be civil. Be civil with your people. Be civil. He doesn't like it when people pull out the knives. Hold on, Walt. Do it again. Uh What? Oh, wait a second. Wait, you you didn't didn't get it out the front yet, huh, Kevin Dixie? Somebody help Kevin Dixie out. (laughs) Paint him a red knife. He'll do it. Yeah, I'm telling you. He's in. He's all the way in. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. (laughs)